0: Is hard where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Email questions and complaints at wrestling is Hard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. Brandon, hello. How are you? What's up, Jim? I'm good.
1: How's the uh, World Cup treating you? Watching? Yeah, I sat through two back to back zero zero draws today and I was like, ah, I think I'm good for this for a little while, but it's decent. If I, when I wake up at like six o'clock in the morning, I don't know what to do with myself.
0: The Holland game was brutal. Jesus. Or no, Denmark. Oh my
2: God. It came yeah. <laughs>
0: That's because the Mexico game was nil nil, but that was exciting. But uh, it was, right. <laughs> it, it was exciting. It had its moments. The Denmark game is fucking terrible. Like it's just awful. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like, what. now this is why, this is why this sport can't get popular in the United States. <laughs> you have baseball somehow. came. Okay. Chris Lutz. Hello. Mm-hmm.
3: Hi. <laughs> Jesus, that was really loud. Ooh. Hi. Um. Yeah, I haven't watched the World Cup. Um. Is he
0: way louder than me? I, he's way louder than me. I don't
3: know. I'm so he's loud. Exactly I'm blasted,
0: blasted over here. here. Yeah. Try it again. How's the World Cup, uh, World Cup. Hello. Is yes. That, that sounds fine. All, All right.
3: right. Um. I haven't watched any of it. Uh. I don't. I usually I tend not to. It usually takes me a few weeks to rem, or a week to remember that it's even on. Um, I also watched the E60 on ESPN about how they were treating the Bengali workers when they're oh building that my fucking God. thing. And, oh my God. It's really fucking terrifying. Um, And then they pulled the plug on alcohol sales. Unless you're a fucking millionaire, you can't drink there. Did you Did you see any of the pictures of the Saudi Arabia
0: game? No. So many dicks, no women. Yeah, there's a bunch
3: of dicks slapping together. Like,
2: Ooh, I love sports.
3: Oh, that's a I partner. um, I I think I, I don't know what World Cup it may have been after Brazil, but I oh know it was when they were building the, the what is it Qatar different cater. Does, cater, catering. Um, when they were building them, when they were building the stadiums, I remember thinking like like if you. Just because of the way FIFA is and the way it grows in the international sports, if you don't have the infrastructure already, you, you shouldn't get the fucking World Cup. Yeah, well, not unless you've got money. Well, I, I mean, I get it. Yeah, sports washing. But like, fucking Jesus
0: Christ, man. Did you see the commercial? Oh, you're not watching. the co- Brandon, the commercials where they're like, Qatar working hard mm-hmm. with everyone, working together. Economy's greatness. It's fucking embarrassing as shit. And Fox is just like, hell yeah, yeah. I'll air this. This place is great.
1: Yeah, it's this is particularly pathetic, the whole thing. There's like some, uh, something like over one person has died for every minute of soccer that's being played. And like the conservative estimates. Jesus fucking Christ. So- and then not that uh i'm not implying that this game was fixed this morning but for a world cup that started off with a bunch of rumors that qatar was trying to rig the games Mm -hmm. for fucking saudi arabia uh with that guy that hacked up khashoggi in a suitcase sitting next to the fifa the leader of fifa uh as saudi arabia beats number three in the world it's like "Hmm, that's interesting i don't (laughs) think that it was but my god (laughs) i um I don't like want anybody it. to see like
3: me. It brought I can to brush that up.
0: <laughs> it's very, uh yeah, it's uh, generally a very uh disgusting, corrupt thing. But we have it in a couple of years, so I'm going. I don't give a shit. I'm getting tickets. Hopefully we'll get like a Mexico game. It'll be fun. Well, I do think it's wild that the U.S. is like a home team there. There's more Americans there than there is any other foreign person. So massive, Americans.
3: Yes. Massive military presence. I guess. Yeah, got to be able to pay for those tickets, too. Well, I mean, I think you're going to end up. I, I'm. I'm. A lot of the corruption, a lot of the money making comes from the building of these stadiums. You know, I mean, that's how the mafia made their money in New York in the eighties and nineties, seventies, eighties, and nineties. So, I mean, I, I, I think you see fewer avenues for corruption when you go to a place like you know the u.s or canada or mexico or england or anywhere in europe where these these stadiums exist already you have 70 80,000 seat stadiums they're already there public transportation is already there you already have the infrastructure for it so you're not making you're not able to steal as much money because you're not building the shit and skimming off the top right but, um, it's there in other ways,
0: I mean, even here you know they want to put a game they're having a game in the United, in Philly, right It's in yes. philly it's not at yes. not out in Chester
3: no, <laughs> that dump that fucking the
0: stadium is cool. Fight. I've been there, the fucking town sucks, but, um yeah, they're like they're going to the park what is that uh, f d r park and they're building <laughs> some kind of fucking training facility. They didn't ask me i didn't have to, I didn't get a chance to vote on this. look like, what the fuck they're just doing it. I go and to FDR caught. at least once
3: a year. And now I got to deal with this? And they, Well, they got caught, too. Like, they were going to build it, and then somebody was like, wait a minute. You can't just r- come in here and pave over all this shit. We need it. Ooh. Like Philly always does. They're just going to do something, and then but all of a sudden it's... The so Christian
0: understand. It'll encourage uh, youth soccer programs. That is fucking, in the middle of fucking nowhere. So fucking you stupid. Nobody lives near there. Nobody's going there unless they're dry. Get out of here. Bullshit. There you go. Corruption. We'll just turn just, it into a mall afterwards. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
3: Old Navy will be here. Shit everywhere. You can't find anything. Five below. Buy yeah, some bro. Haribo candies. Oh hell yeah.
1: You already said this, Chris, but every once in a while you'll see those images of like the Sochi stadiums that were built for like the Winter Olympics eight yeah. years later, and it's just like a way, it looks like fallout.
3: It's South like Africa. That,
1: like Brazil. China. How about
0: Yugoslavia? They went to war. Now they all oh, the fucking the whole. Do place. Is, what was
3: it? it was Sarajevo.
0: Yeah, Sarajevo. Was it eighty-two or eighty-four or whatever the fuck? Mid-eight, you know? early eighties. Yeah. Yeah. And now that was that they showed images of that like ten years later. They, everything's the fucking bobsled thing has bullet holes in it. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about you know, sports washing. Mm-hmm. Everything's That's exactly okay here. what it's
1: about. It's sports. What's sports washing?
0: Sports washing is when you like... use sports as like a smokescreen to cover your uh, you know, cr- crimes against your people, against other people, China did it, uh, Russia yeah. did it. If you see where these things are happening, it tends to be a little sports wash happening. It's strange that the United States is going through what it's going through right now and the World Cup's coming. Everything's going to be all right. There's nothing going on. World Cup.
2: Can't can get sports washed.
0: Forget about cop cars burning. That didn't happen. Sports. (laughs) Speaking of sports, pro wrestling. (laughs) Anything else on your mind before we have to uh, dive into AEW? Uh, Let's do
1: it. I beat Elden Ring tonight. Do you want to guess how many hours it took me?
0: Okay, I'm going to guess hours.
1: You could do days. Let's do hours. Let's do...
0: Three hundred and eighty hours that, uh, that uh, you
1: oversold week.
0: it. I did. One hundred fifty hours. OK, I would have taken me three hundred eighty. So <laughs> full
3: seven day week. I, I would guessed. given an opportunity. Oh, I, sorry, I, Chris. I, I what guess. would you guess? I am a member of this panel. And I forgot this. This,
1: <laughs> this, this Once one <laughs> air mails it four times over the what I thought was a crazy amount of time. It kind of shits on. The thing. <laughs> Chris, what's your guess?
3: Uh, about 150. Oh, look at that.
1: Ooh, look at that. Yeah. Spot on.
3: Ding, 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 ding.
1: Productive year for me.
0: I'm playing Genshin Impact. Do You know what Genshin Impact is? Yeah. The free game. I like free games. Free games are good. PS4? PS4. I was just like, eh, they, I guess they just had an update because i were getting ads for like, Crazy Fort. It. it was like Genshin Impact? Or how about God of War, which costs this much? I was like, mm,
3: I'll take the free one. Thank
0: you very $70 much. $70 or something? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'll get God I, of War uh, when it's 25 bucks on Black Friday next year. Okay, Chris.
3: I went to purchase a game two weeks ago on my Xbox, which I never play. And that game was Gotham Knights. It was the sequel mm. to the other ones. And then I realized that you can't pur- purchase it on an Xbox One. You need you need an Xbox S. Yeah. It's not on the Xbox One. It's not getting great reviews anyway. So really? And I never felt like a bigger piece of shit mm. because I didn't have the newest tech. It's all right. So I went and I played Space Hulk on my <laughs> on my Xbox <laughs> that I bought for seven ninety nine.
1: Yeah, right. And had more fun. Yeah. All right. oh, I feel uh, like that's pretty fucked up to uh sorry to Pretty mm. fucked up to start cutting off the old consoles when they still can't even produce the new ones where you can walk into a store and get it. <sighs> Ridiculous.
0: I get an email so, every once in a while because I, owned, I joined the list to buy the PS5. And, you know, every six to eight months, oh, by the way, you can buy a PS5 now if you want. I'm like, mm, I'll just wait till mine starts smoking. So,
3: you know, they I, I did the research. They gave they gave a reason. The reason was credible. The, the game is so big that the other Xbox just can't handle it, which is right. fine. Um, but hmm. you're right. I mean, it's, I, I actually, <laughs> so when you go to buy it and it do, isn't for your, your, your version of the system, you, it will immediately push you right to where you can buy a new one. And I clicked on them just to see not available. Ridiculous. So it's like, I what guess are we it has to here? do with
0: no, because this happened before the like PS five or whatever came out before the pandemic. Correct. Yeah. So this isn't like a, a processor issue.
3: I mean, it's I mean, it might uh, be at this point. Th-
1: no, it came out in 2020. November, oh, so okay. It might be. A, right. So two be a full cool. years. It's just, strange. it's just strange that you just can't buy that shit if you want yeah.
3: to. I couldn't buy heavy cream at the store today. So, you
1: know,
0: hey man, the IGA, <laughs> the IGA has got turkeys pouring out the front door. I got myself my per- my turkey breast it's like WK in Cincinnati. The Turkey episode. Uh, Look it up. Oh, check us out. I got my Azumi sweatshirt. Look at that. Nice. Azumi sushi. Zumi sushi. Is she sushi? Yeah, she does. That's the move she does. The Azumi sushi.
3: Uh, what am a sec- sushi.
2: Yeah, it's pretty dope. And it's got purple strings. Huge fan.
1: You like this one? <laughs> Ask me about the time Charles Manson was a secret operative for the CIA.
0: Hell yeah, that's great. Speaking of which, CIA killed James. okay, don't forget that.
1: Yeah. Off um, uh, all the flags here on this podcast. <laughs> Listen, the YouTube flags. Let me tell you something. COVID was a hoax. COVID um, <laughs> <don't
3: forget. laughs> no, was a hoax. Um, What was. I will tell you this that was one of the. I listened to that book, Chaos. It, first of all, if you listen to that book,
0: who does that's the voice? not a conspiracy. Who does the voice? I don't know. Anyone famous? No. Okay, good. Can no. You hear?
3: Um, I listened to it on Audible. Uh if if, if you li- like the, the this like people say it's that that ain't no fucking conspiracy. I mean, that's not it's not crazy at all when you listen to it and all the shit is lined up and this dude had been researching it for like thirty years. It's fucking wild how it all comes together.
1: It really is.
3: It, it really like you know. I don't buy into any of that shit because like, you know, <laughs> people start getting into conspiracy theories and then they just start thinking everything is conspiracy. It's
0: all tied that's, together somehow.
3: Yeah, everything's all tied together. And you got a lizard. Yeah, you know, people you know going into their basement and like turned into lizards. Yes. That but may. uh, but this was that. That's a really cool listen. That's a really good book. And okay. then you. And then what you should do is. Is listen to that. What I did is I listened to it, and then I caught Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on TV. Great film. After the fact, I had already seen it and loved it. But after the fact, I caught it on TV, and you know who all the people are mm-hmm. when he goes to the ranch. And you're like, "Oh, this guy's this guy." All yeah, right, because yeah, yeah. they're all real people. Yeah,
0: they're real people, based on real people, but, I guess.
3: Yeah, but like you don't you don't realize like you 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 know everything about them after you listen to that book or read that book. It's pretty fucking wild. Oh, that's Chaos. right. They use
0: all the names. There's a text.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a yeah yeah. They're all the same names.
3: Yeah, the book's called Chaos. I don't know who who. Do you remember who wrote
1: it? Tom O'Neill. Yeah, Tom O'Neill. It's just like a perfect example of, and we don't have to get into it, but let's do it. Who that cares? it was a story. It was a story that. Uh, I mean, we got three different pay per views to talk about, but it's our it show. Was a story that was put out by the prosecuting attorney in 1970, the Helter Skelter book, which I had read when I was in high school, and America in 1970, whatever year that came out, I think was just willing to accept something like that. Yeah, sure, the prosecuting attorney, you know, has the entire truth of the matter. And then this guy just started chipping away at the surface and immediately realized that this is all bullshit, that this – what the Charles Manson story is. And of course it's like this because the guy was trying to get a conviction. And, and you look into the guy that wrote the book. The prosecutor is a total maniac. And then it just chip chip chips away from there. And they they pretty much have a through line from uh, that point all the way to the central intelligence Agency. Yeah, it's <laughs> <that's laughs> pretty
3: fucking wild, man.
1: Well, you know that the
0: whole thing, the the whole reasoning behind, see, they saying that CIA killed JFK is because JFK after the Bay of Pigs was like, oh, we got to break the CIA. Up. Yeah. They fucked this all up, and now I look like an asshole. Let's work. This is they've been working. This this is disgusting. We didn't know anything about it. Let's break it up. RIP Texas.
3: That was uh, there's another uh, what was the name of that movie? The Good Shepherd with Matt Damon. That's If you're ever in the mood to watch a movie about the CIA that's like 12 hours long, it's fucking – that's another one. I love that movie. The Good Shepherd?
1: I never even heard yeah,
3: of it. Yeah, it's, it begins with the Bay of Pigs, and then it goes all the way back to before World War II and works its way back up. It's
1: pretty wild. Spooky. I'm just kidding. I didn't mean any of that,
0: guys. Yeah, yeah. We're just kidding. Don't get us black from YouTube.
1: Don't hit me with the, the heart attack gun. By <laughs> way. Oh, yeah. The, what is it? Havana syndrome.
0: <laughs> oh, my brain. Oh, God. we going to talk about that, too. If we want. Uh, I am, <laughs> I've banned myself from watching. I'm now in the late seasons of The Sopranos. I'm not allowed to watch it because I start yelling at the TV, and I've become very annoying. That fucking piece of shit. I at this piece of shit. Fucking, ah, She reminds me of my mother.
2: Ah, <laughs> it's
0: a lot of that. So it's got, it's getting into this point where, and Tina's like, "Calm down." I'm like, "You don't understand. You don't understand." There's like people. They, they. This is what's wrong with Italian Americans in this country. These are idolized people. Oh my God, I can't stand it.
3: It's now. It's I. I put a hold on it. Who with half a fucking brain cell that's Italian and the Italian-American idolizes these fucking uh, people? With half a brain cell, okay, Jim. Yeah,
0: there's, the, there's, okay, a there's a, I was a gonna caveat. Okay, there's a caveat there. Just walk walk down 11th and Mifflin.
3: Yeah. <laughs> okay, there
0: yeah. you go. A bunch of gooba-goobas out there. Yeah, uh, not allowed to watch it. I did start watching 1899, though, Brandon. One science fiction that? show.
1: Did you watch so Dark? Is that a yeah. so the Yellowstone prequel? No. Did you watch uh, Dark? I was going to say... I watched like the first two and a half seasons of it. Okay. But it's, it's basically dark on a boat. It's good. It's dark, dark on, on a boat. A boat. <laughs> That's what it is. Dark on a boat.
0: It's okay. It's pretty good. But you can see that it's like trans dimensional time travel. Yeah. You know, it's the same fucking storyline, but it's on a boat in 1899. It's okay. <laughs> it's kind of like Lost, right? That's sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Lost what Lost they could, that Lost they were figuring out as they went along. Dark what? was one of those shows, by by the end of it, I, it all made sense. By the end, but man, it was fucking tough. At one point, when they started explaining who everybody was, and you're like, Jesus fucking, wait, he's who? He's like his
1: own dad or something. He's his
0: yeah, own dad, like... fuck. The...
1: <laughs> that was one of those ones I was really into it, and then for whatever reason, I didn't watch it for like two weeks, Same. and then you're fucked because yeah. it's so complicated. You try, you can't just like pick it back up. You're like, oh, it's, it's, it's nice. in German. Yeah
0: and the recap you know like it's not like you you have to pay attention because it's in german and you got to read the subtitles otherwise you're lost because I, I apparently people watched it with with the voiceover and they dropped it, it right up. away and apparently it was terrible and i saw that now this show 1899 made by the same people is there are multiple uh english as a second language characters there's german characters danish characters chinese Like, they're they're speaking all kinds of languages throughout it, which is kind of a cool thing. No one's, like, there's a couple English characters, but everybody else speaks, there's French characters. So you're constantly subtitled, so you're forced to pay attention. So I can only do, like, one episode, one or two episodes a night, and i got to walk away. And I'm afraid that, with like, what happened with Dark, where you had to pay attention, if I walk away for too long, I'm going to come back and be like, wait, what the fuck? Oh, that's right, that's, oh, that's right, that's that's the brother, that's the brother, the brother father. I forgot, yeah.
1: Right, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Chris, (laughs) thoughts?
3: I remember, I, I just looked up Dark, uh, my wife watched it, Yeah, and uh, she watched it with sub, with Dubbed, mm. and I remember being like, what the fuck? you we're going to talk like we think Americans speak so you understand it. Well, yes.
0: Well, it's, it's voice actors stink. And if you have, voice actors are voice actors because they have good voices, but they have bad faces and can't act. That's why they right. don't become real actors. <laughs> right. That's my theory on voice acting
3: oh it's so bad yeah. so, there's only one good voice actor who's that and he I. played the Batman he guy? played the part oh no he died yeah R. P. He, but he was in he was an actor before he was a voice actor mm-hmm. a lot of these people are he no this guy i can't think of his name but he played the role Mike of judge alien yapul in ultraman ace Oh, Where Ultraman God. fights the you're talking Super about... Monster Bar- Barabbas? Yeah, you're talking about. Eventually... So when we were. Okay, so that just takes
0: explanation. You can't just say this. No, you explain. So I bought a. Um, back when we were kids, we were big Ultraman fans, but we couldn't find it anywhere. It wasn't in syndication. It was back when there was ten channels, and that's all you can watch. It was gone for like twenty years, and I went down to South Street, and There used to be a place that sold, uh, you know, bootlegs of. Anime bootlegs of Tokusatsu, all the Japanese stuff. They have bootlegs of. So I bought Ultra. I didn't know what I was looking for, so I grabbed Ultraman Ace, like tape number twenty-five or some shit. I forget what it was. I might still have it somewhere. And you put it in, and you know, (laughs) the dub. It's dubbed. So you know, I find out years later it's dubbed by Malaysians speaking English. So it it is just completely off the fucking wall. It's just insane, but it became like part of our teenage years where you would put it on and just laugh your fucking ass off at this. <laughs>
3: this we fucking watched that for tub. years. Yeah. For years we watched that.
0: There's only, there's only one. I'm not going to imitate the, the accent. There's only one thing that humans fear the most. That's radioactive rain. Did you
1: know that, Brandon? I did not know that. But radioactive, radioactive
3: rain. <laughs> Well if, and then it Thank turns you. out it turns out that we, we we learn you know years and years later that that episode that you just so happened to buy it is like iconic. Iconic because they're crucified. It was totally random. The Ultramans were crucified. It was insane. Wild wild stuff. It was <laughs>
0: so fucking it was fucking
1: sacred text that you came across.
0: It was like an episode of Dark. Really? <laughs> i found this through space-time continuum we found we went back and past in the past and found the future there you go i just spoiled dark for everyone <laughs> all right let's talk about AEW. this is a lot more fun than talking about AEW. hey guys did you watch the AEW full gear pay-per-view brandon did you watch it
3: yeah yeah i watched
0: <laughs> chris did you watch it
3: well, you know, I said last week on the podcast that um, I was going to, I had tickets to see Dave Wakefield of the English Beat. And oh, I said that, to myself, that was fucking fantastic. Great. We'll dig into that for a second. Yeah, go ahead. If you want. Who cares? It's our, so, it's our show. Yeah. So we we, we went to, uh, it was at City Winery, uh, which is uh, in downtown Philadelphia. I had That's, never been there before.
0: No, it's brand new. Uh, it's right at the uh, Fashion District.
3: The old, yeah. uh. Called uh, uh, Market East Station. good Yeah, the the uh the the, the venues in the basement, mm-hmm. which was neat. It's very small, you know, like intimate, not very small. Um, it's like a dinner theater, which was cool. I saw that. I was like, this is amazing. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We get there, they take you to you. Give them your name. They walk you to your seat. You purchase seats at a table, and the majority of them are four tops. Um. So we're there, I knew ahead of time, we were going to be there with another couple that, you know, obviously we didn't, we didn't know, not obviously, but we didn't, we weren't going to know who they were. So we, they take us to the table. <laughs> the table needs to be about a foot bigger. <laughs> right. And we sat down and, and, and the couple, they were like in their mid sixties, the couple that we sat with and they were really nice. We, you know, we talked to them, we had a really good time with them and it was fun. No problems there. Um, but. Um, uh He said when I sat down, the husband said they said another couple was sitting here. Like How? Because you get there about an hour early, you can order dinner, have dinner. Well, those people had already eaten. They said as soon as we're done, our food we will shift over and then you can have a majority of the table. So everything worked out fine. But it was just very strange. You know, it's just not strange at all, but just, you know, they were it was like an airline. Like Jesus. we're going to take away every fucking inch just so he can squeeze one more table in. Um, and had I known if I ever go there again, you know, cause they had two tops on the wall. You know, the wall is fucking right in front of the stage. Mm. You know, I'm thinking I don't want to be off in a corner. Now fuck that next time I go I want to be off in a corner, but uh fantastic show. Dave Wakefield was in, um, the English beat and he was in uh general public and he did songs from both. um, and we had a really good time, uh, and it started, at, uh, it started at 8 o'clock at night and ended it by 9.30. That's we were great. home by quarter to 10. Hour time. and a half. Hour and a half, no opening act. Uh, what is that? Yeah, that's um, there's a wild animal just came in through my basement door. <laughs> oh, okay. Dave, Wakefield's me, <laughs>
1: Dave Wakefield's tied up in the
3: basement. Dave Wakefield's tied up in the basement. But um, that was a lot of fun. The best part about it was, well, one of the funniest parts was he's doing a song And the guys, you know, people record, but when you're five feet from the fucking guy performing, you might not want to record him in a room like that. And he looks at him and he goes, no, no, put it away. So you're not recording me my entire show and putting it online put that away now and and they can and i got a couple little tiny snippets because i needed those you know those that fake dopamine rush from my instagram likes Mm -hmm. so i got like a couple tiny snippets but man i was ducking because people were on their phones he's like get off your phone what are you doing like enjoy this so but um it was good it was a really good show we were really happy and like i said we got home and uh when i got home and uh still a little wound up so we uh you know, When I got home, I was watching TV for a little bit, and then I went upstairs, and I laid down in bed, and I looked at my phone, and it was probably around midnight. And the main event, the results for the main event weren't posted yet. Right. And I said, hmm, I made the right fucking decision. Right. You would have been doing it all night. Uh, fuck. It was fucking, yeah. So that's, I already gave you my review with a pay-per-view, but let's talk about it.
0: Yeah. I think the first show that was at that venue, not the Harp on this before we talk about wrestling, but I think it was Sinead O'Connor, which I was shocked when it happened. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Holy shit, Sinead O'Connor performing in that little place!" How big is it downstairs? Same size as upstairs? Uh,
3: upstairs, I know that there's another, there's two venues in there.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay. You know, I don't
3: curious. know. I really couldn't tell you. It was like it was like a um, couple hundred people. Small. It's mm-hmm. small. Yeah, it's not tight. A couple hundred's got, big. Yeah, I mean, well, maybe 100 a hundred people, hundred, maybe, maybe more, maybe a little bit more. No. Uh, it's hard. Look, I can't tell you how far away my door is because I have no, I have no depth of perception sp- spatial awareness when it comes there to how go. many feet something is away from me. So it's hard for me to tell.
0: I can't convert feet to meters.
3: So there you go. Uh, there, there's a trick for that. There's a formula and you'll remember it. What you do is you take your phone <laughs> and you type in conversion <laughs> of feet to meters and the whole fucking thing comes up.
1: That's what I do. Yeah. Do you guys know who uh, Butch from Maniunk is? Butch the from... WIP guy. No, he's no, like a. No. Do yourself a favor and Google him. No. Okay. Bro, Come on. He... Does he sing the Eagles fan?
0: <laughs> Butch from Maniunk. He's like this
1: ancient white trash mutant. Oh, the guy that calls and, uh, in all the time. I had a similar thing where we went to this. It was like dinner and a show, and we got I Sydney and I got pinched right next to him and his wife. Jeez. Oh fuck <laughs> off! This tiny table, and he was wearing a, like, backwards and to the side Phillies hat and a sleeveless baseball jersey at this, like, nice restaurant. And him That's and his wife gimmick. just sat there and proceeded to, like, munch ice cubes through a, a concert while everybody else was eating dinner. Oh, I did see... I didn't focus on the show because I was just watching this piece of shit the entire I time. I think it was when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, um... This asshole
0: was on a plane with some guy. It would not stop singing the Eagles fights on the entire fucking flight. And like, yeah, people like, were like, yeah, this is great at first. In and then somebody's face. <laughs> after an hour, they were just like, well, this guy shut the fuck up.
1: He wouldn't he's stop. One, he's one of the big, uh, the, remember the pandemic crew? Those yeah. people that would go stand outside the gate during the, at the Phillies game during the pandemic? No,
0: what is that? He's like one of those yeah. guys.
3: I know what you're talking about.
0: What does it mean? What's a pandemic thing? I don't know what that
1: means. When when you couldn't go inside the stadium but the MLB proceeded with their season, mm. there was like a group of people that would just stand at the center field gate and just yell and listen to the game on the radio, like just real goober shit. He was one of those guys. But anyway, yeah, I had that same thing where I got had to share a dinner table with him and his wife and watch them just eat ice cubes for dinner.
0: That's fucking bizarre. I mean, something you can't throw me out. Wearing like fingerless gloves. Uh, Do yourself a favor and look up Butch from Maniunk. And check the images. There you go. You'll know who the fuck are talking about. That you guy. don't even have to hear the guy talk. And you know what he sounds like. I can imagine. Man, they fucking... They really love this guy, though. They got him like...
1: He's on the radio and shit? Is he really that entertaining? No, he's it's a complete piece of garbage. Like, like I said, he'll go to... Do... Every once in a while, he'll pop up when the Eagles have a playoff game and say like, I don't know, the quarterbacks at Chickies and Pete signing autographs. He'll be there like singing with fight song in his face from two feet away with his rotten teeth, just a real embarrassment of a guy. But there you go. Anyway. go Philly! Yeah, good times.
0: Yeah, AW full gear 2022. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Talk about it like, <laughs> Let's start it off since we but we all watch the uh, the show. Um. Steel cage match. Jack Perry defeats Luchasaurus. Um, it gets 8.38 on cage match. Thoughts, Chris? Let me just go through this card, and I'll tell you the results. And at the end, you tell me whether this encourages you to watch next this Wednesday or if not. Okay? Let's go through it. AEW World Trio's title, best of seven series match set match number one. Death Triangle r- defeats the elite. This got nine point one out of ten based on on, on. Yeah, Brandon, you got a thought? Did you say best of seven series? I don't think I've ever seen this before. <laughs> best of seven series. They I remember a few years ago there was a best of seven series between Cesaro and Sheamus. And it actually worked out like, you know, you were like, why would they do this? What well, do they have nothing to do? And then at the end of it they became tag partners. Actually, work, actually worked out. There's no chance of that happening
1: unless they're doing
0: twelve-person tag matches. So
1: yeah, what's young. a what's a group of six? A, 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 know.
0: Sextet? Is that a Se- sextet. That's what it is. Right. Sextet, six people. Right. Sextet tag. Yeah, sextet tags.
3: Well, I don't want to. I don't want to forget uh, before. By the time we get to the end, I'll probably forget. But. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't the fact that this was a Best of Seven series announced after the afterwards,
0: fact? Afterwards. Yeah. They had the match. Yay. Um, a fuck CM Punk chant started out in the crowd. And Wayne. just like any uh, you know, head of a company, what do they call themselves? Omega and the Jacksons, what do they call themselves?
1: EVP, Executive EVP. Vice President.
0: Executive, what like any executive vice president, respectable executive vice president would do. The Jackson brothers encouraged the "fuck CM Punk" chant from the fans. More likable, less likable. (laughs)
3: Chris (laughs) thoughts. Yeah, we're doing this again. Yes, we are. They came out looking exactly the same way they always do we had this conversation before i'll bring it up again there's only one wrestler that's able to do that and it's probably the person that's made the most money off of wrestling out of anybody in the fucking history of wrestling and that's john cena nobody else can do that
0: and even he had character changes yeah a little bit he tweaked them thugonomics
3: but there was really a Yeah, he was the doctor of thugonomics in the beginning, but once he hit that John Never Give Up John Cena mode and he started selling all that merch, that was it. Steve, so was,
0: was support the troops, dude, for a while there, too, which was just yeah. a tweak on Never Give Up, Never Surrender.
3: That's it. That's all he is, and he does it. Say what you will about John Cena. I personally think he's fucking fantastic. He is. Say what you but people will be, fucking he's a great professional wrestler. He's a fucking great for anybody that does five moves and just over as fuck all the time. doesn't matter. Yep. tells a great story. But, uh, yeah, that being said, um, he can do that. You can't. So they came out in the same fucking gear that I believe that dickhead was floating around with the tiger stripes. Fucking gimmick people with tiger stripes and sprays. I mean, Cutler was there. A Nakazalo mask was there. and all this other shit. We're not we're not getting away from this.
0: Same shit, different day. Welcome back. Yep. to the same, they, they had their chance. They were away. Come back. Reinvent yourselves. We'll go back to Kenny Omega later. Brandon, thoughts?
1: This isn't a surprise to me at all, because if they had had any idea, you would have seen it. They've had all the time in the world to come up with something. It's obvious that they haven't. So, of course, this is what it's going to be. Uh, I I don't even want to say I'm disappointed, because I, I never thought it would be anything but this, but I truly don't care about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's been your stance the whole time, and you're sticking to it, and you've been right. So I would say, ride the ship to the bottom of the ocean, I guess, or jump off. TBS title match: Jade Cargill defeated Nyla Rose. Um, this gets a 3.72
3: on Cage Match. Let me hold on. Go ahead. How the fuck are you getting 0.72? Well, it's a, it's a, um.
0: Let's see, how many people? This is basically oh, 298 votes out of 10. That's the
3: average. Okay, all right. I was going to say, like, what in your head is going, hmm, it could be three and a half. It could be three and three quarters. <laughs> could you imagine? Hmm. But, you know, uh, like you know the the floor. Floor. Yeah. I would have done this this way. So it's not... It's, and then just, like, incrementally thinking of reasons why it would go up a fraction of a point, back down a fraction of a point.
0: It, it was an eight-minute match. Like, okay. I'm
3: sure it was fine.
0: Uh, How about this one?
3: Hold on. I do have to say that. Jade Cargill.
0: Yeah, she did have the guitar. 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 Yeah, that was pretty yep. awesome. It's kind of funny because I watched it all go down on Twitter where she asked the fans, like, um, who who should I – what should I look like? What should be my costume, be? And somebody was like, you would look pretty cool. And they showed her an image of Chitar. She had no idea who that was.
3: Yeah, you know, it's an age thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And what do you know? She's like, that. she's amazing. Well, who is that? And then someone explained it to her. What do you know? She came out dressed like Chitar. She looks like a fucking million. She always looks like a million bucks.
3: How could you get this? 100%. Just her showing up is five stars out of ten. <laughs> but the crazy. Young Bucks got you fucking, fucking In the same fucking close with no creativity, doing the same fucking moves, and having the same fucking match that they've had since Pro Wrestling Gorilla.
0: Eight-minute match between two hosses. I doubt it was fucking less than five. Give me a fucking break. Brandon, final thoughts on... Uh, final thoughts. Any thoughts on it?
1: <laughs> I think that it's it actually would be pretty funny to do, like, an ultra-convoluted uh, score system with, like, Teletubbies-level content here. <laughs> There's we, like all these subtle tweaks and tweaks and adjustments to it. I love it. Amazing.
0: Uh, ROH World Title four-way match. Chris Jericho defeated Brian Danielson, Claudio Castanelli, <laughs> and uh, Semi Guadavara. This this was 22 minutes almost. 8.46. 4.6. Four six. Yeah. Next. Singles match. Soraya gets the win against Dr. Britt Baker. Only uh, we got under five. So this was better than the Jade Cargill match, even though Jade Cargill looks like she does. I don't trust this rating system. This Eight. is... Go ahead. This got a what? An under five, you said? It got under five. Just about five. It's 4.9. Okay. Um, 4.9. <laughs> Some of it's like, it's not quite five. It's 4.9. <laughs> like, how do you come up with this shit? Mom, give me a couple pizza rolls. I'm, I'm trying to, to, to figure out my match rating for Soraya versus Dr. Britt Baker, mom. <laughs> Unbelievable. AWTNT title match, three uh, way match. Samela Joe defeats Wardlow and Power Hobbs. He is now the Ring of Honor champ and the TNT champ. He's double champ, Sa- Samoa Joe. Chris, though. Samoa.
3: I like me, some Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, if this was in the meat of a pay per view that I had any interest in watching or had any reason, I would be like, hmm, that's a match I wouldn't mind watching. Yeah, It'd big be fun. Slapping together. Yeah, bunch of big dudes fucking murdering each other, but it's in the middle of this fuck fest. So <laughs> I wish it was a fuck fest. I wish they were all fucked. three way three-way fuck fest. Three way fuck fest. That's Three way fuck fest. That
0: was a. Fuck I f- did f- see a clip where Warlock. I Life may f- have.
3: I like, may have owned a videotape called that. Three way fuck fest. Fuck <laughs> Three-Way Fuckfest? Fuck fuck fest. Number something. <laughs> number 28. I think number, nine. No, <laughs> number, Man, oh, number 9. No, it was number... number uh, 9. No, it was number
0: 3.72. 3.72. <laughs> that was its rating. <laughs> fucking crap. Uh, uh, if you want to know, this was rated 6.30. Zero. Just in case you want to get into the hundredths. <laughs> I did see a clip where Wardlow did like a... Running... He did like a jump off the top rope and landed on both dudes with flying through the fucking air it was pretty rad
3: i mean this is like what we should be looking for in AEW, right you have the vet wrestling with two dudes that don't have a lot of experience right everybody he's working to try to get these guys look good they have an athletic match you get to know the other two dudes they become your favorite fucking guys the guys you want to see again you know who cares some mojo wins who gives a shit about titles you know it, it 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 But it gives the opportunity to two guys who really, I mean, in the grand scheme of pro wrestling, they're very young. Yeah, Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs. Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs. They're exciting. They're athletic. They seem to be fucking into it. They seem to want to get better at it. And fans like them. And fans like them. And this is what you get in the middle of a card. Perfect place for it. But yet we're excited for, because this is the AEW crowd. The only thing we're excited for is the match we've seen a million fucking times. Fuck CM Punk champs. And fuck Sam Ch- Punk fuck chance. chance. Yeah. Cool. cool stuff. Every single one of them. Sure. Or, like, oh, Sam Punk's coming back. Fuck you, Vince. Fuck you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No DQ tag team match. 6.46 based on 307 votes. Cage match. Darby Allen and Sting defeat Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. I don't see any highlights or low lights or anything. I didn't see anything come out of this match, so no one got El Cabang. I'm assuming. Brandon, disappointed?
1: I am disappointed in that. Yeah, this was something that we were actually genuinely excited about. Maybe I, should check,
0: maybe I should actually check like a review of this show to see if there's any details. But go ahead, continue.
1: I think that's all I got. I, I like this blacked-out, uh, jeepers-creepers-looking Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, same here. Oh, here we go. Okay,
0: I got it. Let's see what happened. Oh uh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> this happened. That happened. Oh yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. This is good stuff. Good radio. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, A, they gave that an A. Mm-hmm Alright, let's see. Oh, A plus plus plus. I guarantee it. Oh, they only g- <gasps> They only gave Death Triangle versus the Elite a B plus. Fuck yes. Whoa. I would say this is more accurate than the other shit. Alright, so let's see. I'm scrolling. Don't mind me.
3: Um, also let, yeah. let us let us be clear we say this all the time but i think we should say it today too because it looks like we're going in a certain direction we want to like this yes of course we've discussed this before i'll this say is, it over and over again this is the only u.s product
0: that i want to like or exactly that I, no i want to like them all this is the only product that i pay attention to this is the product that i want to succeed <sighs> no el Caban, sorry Stinks.
1: It kind of felt good to just skip this.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I know where it stands in my hierarchy of what I need to watch in my life. You know what I mean?
2: Spend time yeah, with my exactly. wife
0: is tops. When I got free time, I don't watch sports, so I watch women's wrestling. And you because watch dark. Good. And New Japan and dark. Dark and dark on a boat. I do watch dark and dark on a boat. Uh, AW Interim Women's World Title. Jamie Hayter defeats Tony Storm. 8.4 based on 358 votes, 15-minute match. Hell yeah, Jamie Hayter, who has done probably three promos since she's been here, is now your AEW women's champ, Brandon thoughts?
1: Interim women's champ. Sure, sure let's interim. do it.
3: Let's do it. Why not? Chris? I'm digging it. It just seems like, man, don't you think you could have done a little bit more build story-wise to get here? You know, like it was like year. it's the only
0: story they've had with the women besides Nyla Rose and and Jay Cargo.
3: Yeah, but like she's like the secondary, the secondary part of a story involving the dentist. I think this Always. is another
0: example of, and I'm not sticking up for. Uh, I really like Jamie Hader. I love fucking Tony Storm. I think that the the championship, the women's championship, has been much more important since she's had it. Um. Uh, but I, I think this is like. Giving the fans what they want because they've been fucking screaming her name for fucking months. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much what uh what we got here. Never give them what they want. No, keep it outside. They keep coming
3: back for more when they right. don't. This is a real quote. I go in front of their face like
1: a carrot. Yep. Go ahead. I googled Kurt. Jamie Hader. Yeah. Uh, the headline says Britt Baker. I literally handpicked Jamie Hader for AEW. Now tell me. This quote immediately rubs me the wrong way. Help me, tell me if it does the same, and help me figure out why. I'm so incredibly proud of Jamie. I mean, I literally handpicked Jamie. I went to Tony Khan and said, "Hey, we need this girl," because I wrestled her in the UK in a dive bar years ago, and we've been friends ever since. Okay. That just makes that makes my skin crawl. I, I, is it that she has to pat herself on the back? Is it that she has to say that she's been wrestling in fucking dive bars overseas?
0: I remember when she wrestled in Stardom. That's how long I've been wanting to start him. It was not good. <laughs> yeah, I. I we'll, we're gonna we're gonna discuss this at the end of the show. Okay, keep Bri- Britt Baker's name in your heads if I don't mention She's a her. G- douche. Yeah, she is a douche. All right, next up, uh, the acclaimed um versus Swerve in our glory. The acclaimed win. I believe Swerve, Swerve turned on finally, didn't he?
3: Yes. There you go. Didn't lost see his that patience
0: guy. and slapped him and walked out. Don't
3: you ever touch my belt! <laughs> That's what happened.
0: There yeah. you go. You finally. Like, we're getting. Are we getting full heel? Swerve Strickland. I'll be honest with you. They don't have any full heels. They don't have. Oh yeah, I guess they have Christian. That's
3: they don't it. have any wrestling heels anymore. Because MJF what? ain't a heel. No. Who are the heels in AEW? Samoa Joe, I guess he is. People he's the closest thing him. you're gonna get. I mean, he's working heel. Yeah,
0: they and he's cheer not, the bad guys.
3: He's not reacting to like MJF would be working heel. Gun Club, but, not, but reacting to the crowd like a babyface would. Mm-hmm. Whereas Samoa Joe, you can cheer him. He's gonna tell you go fuck yourself.
0: Tell you to shut the fuck up, which is the yeah. way a heel should be. Right. It's, yeah. We need a heel. We gonna talk about it. (laughs) AW you have any thoughts on this, Brandon?
1: You don't think Platinum Max is the heel that we need? Oh hell no, he ain't no fucking heel anymore. He's on uh (laughs) some reason I got their their theme song stuck in my head. And it's on Spotify. So if you ever wanna if you ever wanna bump this, you can.
0: Hell yeah. That's killer i'm gonna put it on the playlist of the bar you know what song i just put on the playlist of the bar is a troll
3: what's the scat man scat man Beep, bop, 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 bop. yep the scat wasn't man. that on a me, wasn't that on a bumper sticker for sale online i just saw the other day
0: oh yeah there was yeah yeah
3: yeah i listened to the scat man
0: well, we were going through we were going through uh not to get off subject because this is so exciting to talk about wrestling um we were talking, we were going through the Christmas playlist at work, getting it ready for the holidays. And I have a pretty wild one. Um, but we were discus, me and the guy that works there we were discussing. We were like, Jimmy Buffett's got to have a Christmas song. He's got to have a shitty Christmas song. He's got a whole shitty Christmas album. But one of the songs was just like, oh my God, it's gonna piss so many people off. I'm putting it on there. It's like when I worked when I worked on Salster and I used to have the barking dogs singing Jingle Bells. Fuck. Oh. I used to drive my boss nuts, and I would be in tears as soon as it came on. And mine was a remix that had a breakdown that had cats meowing. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the middle of it, it was amazing.
3: I Jesus you know, Have you ever seen some, of yeah, some scat, scat in real, life?
0: real life? Have I ever listened to scat in real life?
2: Yeah. Have you ever walked into a, a scat, scat
1: show? No, I've never been to a scat show. Is this something you've done? No. I was just wondering. I feel like in in the, at some point in the nineties there could have been like a scat going on live places and it's just the scatman. I was I like, was at a scat scatman show John. one
3: time. I was it was a Scat Show one time. I was sitting next to what's his name? Butch from Maniunk. Butch from Maniok. He was like, he, all was over like the place. he was like, What's his name? What's his name? Butch from yeah it was, I guess. I, I forgot it already. I guess it was floating around in my subconscious and he was like
2: E, e- <laughs> Skidyop. <"E-Skilly-od-bup, Yeah."
3: "Ele-le-le-le-a-de-le-le-op, laughs> Every time I hear scat, I think of fucking Jim Carrey. What the fuck? Owen Wilson's face on the hairdryer, cable guy.
1: <laughs> that's, <laughs> so, right, yes.
3: that's right, yes. Suck the air. Suck it. <laughs>
1: You ever uh, see that video of uh, Kim Cattrall from Sex and the City doing scat? No, is it amazing? Dude, you have to watch it. It's so fucking funny. She's, funny, she's got, like, some, uh, it's like her boyfriend or something. He's playing upright bass, and she's just like, scat, bap, ba-do-ba-da. Oh. <laughs> and then, she, like, it, it, in between, she's just like, he, him and I, like, I think he just picks up what I put down. Like, is saying, like, that level of cheesy, like, 90s, uh, like, jazz head phrases. It's so fucking funny. I'm into it.
0: You know what else Ever I'm into? AEW World Championship match. John yeah. Moxley loses to MJF. William Regal betrayed John Moxley. He handed MJF the ring or the knuckles. What did he use? The knuckles to knock out a booed John Moxley. He was booed in this match. MJF's finally the champ. Brandon thoughts.
1: I think the Regal thing makes it uh, interesting. It does. That's a nice little, nice little move here. But I must ask you. Okay, Chris, thoughts?
3: No, I mean, that's all that makes it interesting because we we kind of knew that this was going to happen, right? Right. You know, when you let everybody in on every fucking thing that's going on backstage in your company, you kind of fucking can figure out what's going on on TV, mm-hmm. right? There's
0: no secrets. Um. Okay, so I'll ask you. I, I hinted at this. So we have MJF. He's a baby face. People are cheering him. He can act like a dick all he wants. People are cheering him. He's doing promos after Rampage and fucking Dynamite getting the crowd all hyped up about how great AEW is. And I want to work here. And this place is the best. I love it. What is with AEW with no heels? What is the problem we have in this company? We have zero real heels. We really have no real heels. And any of the heels that we have, Britt Baker in particular, is constantly in a state where she can never be the butt end of everything, which is what a heel has to do. A heel has to look like shit to make everybody else look good. Britt Baker has not figured this out. She always has to put herself on top of everything. She's the biggest star in the company, women-wise, for sure. She goes into this thing with Soraya. We talked about this last week they do this promo battle it ain't great why is she putting herself over as being the baby face in this thing when she's the bad guy and it forces saraya to go and start doing this real deal fucking thing in the ring now that you look at it in hindsight you're like there's no fucking bad guys it's just a bunch of dicks there's no real bad guy is this what's cha- it's kind of chasing me away i have no one to root against and no one to root for because they all are the same fucking character,
1: to varying degrees. Brandon, thoughts? I think you nailed it. I think that's exactly what it is. I, you know, I it hadn't really crossed my mind in in those specific terms until you said that. Chris, what do you think? I don't know if I have anything to add. I only breathe really like <laughs> heavy, doesn't
3: um, So, um. It just popped into my head to so tell me if you if I'm completely off base uh, from watching wrestling my entire life. And from listening to interviews with wrestlers over the years, it seems that it is much easier to be a heel than it is to be a baby face. Now, in the WWF, WWE. In that realm the 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 way that guys would always talk about it was that it's easier to be a heel, get over as a heel, but it's better to be a babyface cuz that's who sells merch. So it's like this push and pull. You know, you want to be a babyface because you're going to make more money, but you want to be a heel because it's more fun, easier to do cuz you're not trying to get over. You want people to fucking hate you. Could it be because we exist, it's because it's a company full of, and we've talked about this before, indie wrestlers, essentially, most of them, that have never been in long-term exposed storylines to where a lot of eyes were seeing them. I mean, I think fucking mjf was a gcw guy or or mlw guy you know some of them worked i mean even impact you had bruce pritchard was there for a while i mean you had experienced people behind the scenes even though the execution wasn't that great so they have don't have any idea how to get over his baby face you're playing to an audience who um Maybe a little bit jaded and doesn't want to root for a winner. They want to root for a loser. Or they they represent the way that they see the world, as in through uh, lack of a better way to put it, like a negative lens, right? Cynical lens. Sounds like us. All the, all these things combined. What's that? Sounds like us. Yeah. All these things combined cause for or cause for cause this situation where you don't have anybody that's a baby face because you don't have anybody that knows how to fucking do it correctly. The only people that I would say, I'm gonna pull one. I'll, I'll pull because can't what Reagan, I'm saying,
0: there, and what I said was there's no real heels.
3: So there's, well, yeah, no, real there's heels, no real heels because there's no baby faces. If there's no the real elegance. baby
0: faces. We just have a bunch of varying degrees of dickishness.
3: If there's folks, only. I'm gonna, gonna name folks. one person that's baby. Would you face. say folks? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna name one baby face and t- uh, correct me if I'm wrong. There's one baby face. I know who the baby face is. Well, I'm gonna say Go Cesaro. I and think it's the plumber. The plumber piss. is the baby yeah. face.
0: The who? The plumber. The pipe fitter. Eddie Kingston. Kingston.
3: Oh, Eddie Kingston.
0: Because he's but a loser. Is he, yeah, He's the underdog.
3: He's the underdog. So he's definitely a baby face, yeah. And I'm going to say, like, but he doesn't really behave in that manner. Right? Well, he's
0: not like a, oh, yeah, like a white meat baby face. They don't have a white That's
3: meat right. baby face at all. Right. Right. What I'm saying is, is that he's a baby face, and I think Claudio comes out as a baby face.
0: He kind of yeah, comes dude. to J-boy. save
3: the day a lot when he shows up. Remember when I was talking about John Cena? Mm-hmm. John Cena goes away from wrestling. I remember years ago I said this. John Cena goes away for six, eight months, and then he would come back on Raw or whatever, and or in a pay-per-view, and you would say to yourself, there was this feeling of, hey, right. everything's going to be okay. John Cena's here now. Right. They don't have anybody that does that. And I think you can only get as – your heels can only be as bad as as good as your babyfaces are. Because if you have a – Couple of white meat baby faces, guys that are good guys. Now all of a sudden it amplifies. Even though you're in this like weird middle area of whether or not they're good or bad, it amplifies. Or if you have somebody to play against, it amplifies that. So even though you're floating in the middle, it cha- it slides the scale. Does that make sense? Yeah. They have a really good guy. Now all of a sudden this guy that was in the middle, he starts looking like he's kind of bad because you're comparing him against this other guy. But
0: I mean, it's like the estates general, brother. You're talking about the French Revolution. I understand all the. <laughs> everything you're throwing down, right?
3: You're also <laughs> you also it almost looks like obviously we're not backstage. We don't know what the fuck's going on here. There's a reason why you had guys who were baby faces and guys who were heels in WWF because you had a fucking boss that said, this is the way we're doing things. And that's it. You work here. We do things this way. Give me some ideas. That's great. But understand, they got to work into this framework that we've already put up. And I think it's just like, you know, like a heel, she sh- Britt Baker shouldn't, as a heel, you should give her, give her nothing to say to no. get people on her side. The DMD Never. thing should be gone. Yeah, that's people Shinsuke Nakamura. Me- Shinsuke
0: Nakamura immediately when he turned heel. Good example of it, I mean, we don't see Shinsuke anymore, but this is a really good example of it. When he turned heel, the first thing he did was change his music so he couldn't sing along anymore. It was fucking brilliant. He changed it. He was like, they can't sing alongs, and I guarantee that was his idea. We can't have this because they're going to cheer for me. They're all going to sing along. I'm not a bad guy if they're singing along. I'm taking away what they like about me, and now they hate me. Right.
3: So you shouldn't have that. You shouldn't have, I'm MJF, I'm better than you. Well, he's not a heel anymore, but I'm better than you, and you know it. Lose that. Right? Save it. You shouldn't have that stuff, because that gives people things to chant. You should have the babyfaces say things negative about you to give the people something to chant. So you can, and I mean, look, they have one of the greatest, they have one in their company, they have one of the greatest performers ever when it comes to looking like an asshole and showing your ass and that's fucking regal i can't yeah. think of anybody very few people during my time or guy wrestling. an
0: active guy chris jericho
3: jericho as well well jericho's you know <laughs> that's the other thing i was gonna say jericho's a good heel but he's got this song
0: well yeah he won't ditch that fucking song he doesn't, he doesn't even know because he's life. got fucking he's got his interests are yeah, you know, it's like he lies, can make money the off a fucking song and he can be a bad guy or, or or be a bad guy without the song. Yeah, he's not going to do it. He's like, I can make money off. He doesn't thing. need to do that. Yeah. He but he did copyright seltzer boy seltzer, man. So
1: <laughs> I mean, just to go off of your point, like if you keep asking yourself, well, why is it like that? Why is that? I think you guys are absolutely right. I think why it is next is because nobody really looks at the company top down. And sees if they can fill a void or build something they're just like I am Jungle Boy right. Jungle Boy will do Jungle Boy stuff um, and so on and so forth name by name I can't even think of since we've been watching have you seen any characters really change or develop Chris Jericho who we just talked about yeah, Danielson maybe, moves maybe around, he's whatever they need him in the
0: situation John has been
1: the same Nobody's really picking something, like, filling a wood in the company. It's just like, well, I think I can get my thing over. Maybe you should pick me. And not, here's an idea for how to work a piece of a, of a television show. Wait a minute. I mean, the Scissor Me guys are fucking pretty awesome. And
0: they got themselves over. We'll give them credit. Yeah, yeah, that's Let's a good one. Give them that, credit.
1: That's, that's, that's probably the John best. Moxley is anymore. the
0: baby face of the company. Now, he got booed at this show because MJF is outrageously popular with like Chris
1: said, the cynics. The people that don't I'm not even talking like about guys. them. Like I, if you're the top like if you're in that top group of guys, you don't necessarily need to mold yourself right. as much relative to this. I'm talking about the underbelly. The guys that are trying that's to get people through should break be, through. Yeah. That's be where you evil. should that's where you should see right. way more creativity. Right.
0: Even when you had like evil factions, they weren't that evil. They were annoying. Tenman. Tenman is the only heel in the company because nobody likes him. He gets no reaction from anybody. Yeah. (laughs) All right, final thoughts on this, because we didn't watch the fucking (laughs) pay-per-view.
3: Yeah, sure we did. No, I was going to say, like, also, though, here's here's one of the things. It's like, you're a professional wrestler. You're working for a company. You do X, Y, and Z very well. People like it when you do it. And you tell the boss. These are the things that I like to do that I can get over, and fans have always reacted to it. And the boss says, "Okay, fine, do those things." Now, like we said before, you have something to, for people to get behind. If you're going out there and you do X, Y, and Z, and that's what people love to see about you, like I said with Shinsuke Nakamura, the boss should be saying, "Yeah, don't do them unless you're a babyface. Do them right. if you when you're healed. Knock that off." Right. That's right. the problem everybody's just like yeah i love this guy i love it and look you know me like i always tell people when i watch when we when we talk well like you know if i'm in the bar i'm working and it's slow and we're talking about tv shows and i'll always talk about how i love this character i like that character and they're bad guys like oh he was such an asshole right it, it, it always comes up with uh, richie apria season two of the sopranos fucking jerk jerk i love him but i always say to people the reason why i love him is because I watched pro wrestling for so many years that I can appreciate a really good fucking villain, mm-hmm. right? And he was. Learn- he was, and he was, he was excellent at being a villain. And 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 there's a there's there it's like there's room for that. Allow that to happen. Good guys and bad guys, because you notice that the one thing that we say all the time when it comes to AEW is, yeah, I don't care, right. I Whatever. what My response: Why? Yep. Two jerk offs are going to beat each other up in the middle of the fucking wrestling ring in an arena. I don't care, right? Floyd Mayweather would go around acting like an asshole, so all these miserable old white guys that buy pay per views be like, "Oh, I'm paying money just to see that motherfucker following you shut up."
0: Never happened.
3: Either. And it never happened. Great. And that's what it's they like do. Uh, you're only as good as the bad guy you're 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 they you people pay money to like Roddy Piper always said people did not pay money to see Hulk Hogan they paid money to see Hulk Hogan beat up Roddy Piper mm-hmm. that's what they paid for yep
1: brand again. it's like um when WWE sucks shit it there was at least like a reasonable story that made sense that we could process this to like yeah these guys are dickheads they're just in it for money basic man wouldn't you know is tearing the script up the day of blah 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 there's plenty of you could wrap your head around why wwe sucked Mm -hmm. it's it's more painful to watch a group of guys that have all of the freedom in the world just be not really be able to come up with anything it's like watching uh if you see somebody bomb like stand-up comedy it's just like a guy bombing but if you ever see like an improv troupe or like a whole group of people fail together it's way more embarrassing, because right. he's like, this is a whole team of guys that all suck. No one That's can pull us out of this. Like, yeah. That's kind of what it feels like watching AEW be banned. It's like, you guys have all of the freedom in the world, and you're all kind of blowing it.
2: Right.
0: So the I think the lesson here is that we don't necessarily dislike AEW. We don't like the directions that it's in. And we're not alone in this. And like with um, but what we are maybe alone in among wrestling fans is our ability as adults to consciously give up on something because we don't <laughs> find it worthwhile. I'm not going to sit here and watch something I don't enjoy just because I because it's on. There's a million other other options, especially on a Wednesday night. Oh, I got other shit Get I can do specialties with <laughs> giving up is one of my specialties. So okay. the problem is <laughs> we really we really want to enjoy AW, but you got to give me something, man. And you know, I love MJ. MJF has done a great job. I've fucking I think he's done a great job making himself one of the biggest faces in the or biggest baby faces in the company. I'm excited to see what happens with John Moxley after this. What happens with the the Brooklyn Combat Club, the B Boy Combat Club? Because <laughs> it's not Blackpool anymore. What is it? Cause Blackpool left. but oh, we still love you, Regal. We're gonna call Blackpool Combat Club. Come back to us. Are they gonna cheer? Now they're gonna cheer. They're gonna cheer him after he handed brass knuckles. To the, I. This is the problem I have with this fucking company. Is it the fans? They're just appeasing the fans, I guess. You know, you got to keep that million people ha- happy. Speaking of which, um, keeping the million people happy. Uh, new CM Punk shirts came out on the AW uh, website. Really? Still, really, really interesting. It's, maybe they're trying to work it out. I he's probably still under contract, and they're like, mm, yeah, try to figure it out.
1: I want more money. Let's see how these shirts do before we cut them. Yeah,
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, yo, yo, hold on though. Like, here's the
3: thing. He, if he, who knows what's going on? I'm not even gonna pretend like I even have an inkling of what's going on. But if he came back. He would be one of the biggest. See, that's the thing that you don't know. I was gonna say he could be one of the biggest heels in wrestling history if he came oh my back. God, he would be. They would fucking hate him. A real heel. Yeah. The next, the
0: next dynamite's in Chicago.
3: Yeah, it shows up like he shows up in you people. You can make don't it. Don't you fucking cheer me? Hootie in my hometown, and you booing me. You boo me. This town be nothing without yeah. me. I can, I dude, I could be a heel. on that You already show. are. Yeah, I could be a heel on that show, like hey, motherfucker. What are you talking about? You fucking motherfucker. All well, you have to do is say that over and over again. You fucking motherfucker. <laughs> you fucking motherfucker. Motherfucker, mother, who the fuck do you think you fucking? When they're like, uh, what do you have to say about the breakup of the Blackpool Combat Club? <laughs> you fucking motherfucker. Like, you ever walk behind somebody down the street or, like, they're doing something and it's like, you fucking fuck motherfuckers, you shit motherfuckers and you fucking motherfucker, you fucking fuck. One time when I was a kid, I worked at Pizza Hut. And the guy came. I would go in at 8 o'clock in the morning on Saturdays to work the lunch shift and open, and the truck driver was there. Right. And, you know, that's like a corporate place. So it's like you're getting it, all the stuff you're getting from a distribution company that your business owns. Right. It's not like you're getting it from Cisco. You're getting it from, you know, fucking Pizza Hut distribution. And nobody was there to let him in. And he's unloading the truck and he's just throwing,
2: throwing <laughs> yeah. everything.
3: I'm like, I ain't got fucking keys. I can't do shit. And he's like, you're supposed to be boss. Hey, There's spray bottles that they give you, you know, mm-hmm. clean. As fuck, bottles, I don't see any bottles of this. As <laughs> fuck, fucking bottles to ride this fucking truck. <laughs> and he just drove away. Nice. <laughs> and I'm in the parking lot with boxes and boxes of food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucking
3: motherfucker. The motherfucking. whole time he was doing any like, of that. Fucking, it's just fucked, fucking begucking. You what's right. Your what's your license plate? Fuck, What's my license plate? You dead fucking mother, you fat whore. <laughs> <laughs> you ass fucking fuck is fucking supposed to be. You bottles. fat whore. I don't see any bottles, you fucking bottles. Get out of that truck! There you go.
0: Excellent. <laughs> well Excellent. done. We could be heels. We did it. Um, Let's talk about good stuff. Stardom's Gold Rush 2022 happened uh, the same day at uh, 1 a.m. I rented it. I stayed up for four matches before I woke up in a pool of <laughs> drool on my floor. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of them. Uh, drool pool. Definitely, we're going to talk about uh, Kyrie. We're going to talk about Kyrie a lot in this episode. Well, not too much because we're running long. Wonder Stardom title match: Saya Kamitani defeats no, no defeat. Time no, limit it's... draw against Kyrie. In a fucking intense fucking
1: match. This match rule. Brandon thoughts. Yeah, this was intense. 30 minutes and it felt like they were just getting going at the end. Pretty interesting count out. Uh, Feels like just the beginning of a story here, despite it being a 30 minutes. Epic. Pretty, pretty good.
0: Uh, limb selling. Limb selling at its finest, brother. Chris,
3: thoughts? Fucking masterpiece that match was. Dude, that's all I got to say. It's fucking fantastic.
0: Yeah, like, to Brandon's point about, how, like, all of a sudden they started to do the ten, the uh, minute left count. And I was like, holy shit, fuck, we already did 29 minutes? Because I had no idea. I thought this is a no-time limit match. A lot of their matches, they'll do 60-minute no-time limit. They usually announce it ahead of time. I thought this was going to be no-time limit. And then when they started counting down, I was like, oh, fuck, we're getting a draw, aren't we? But then they do what they do. They do it in New Japan, too, with those. And I was saying about the TV title matches that are the 15-minute time limit. When they get in that last minute, they're rushing to get it done. And they're jumping all over. They're fucking flying all over the place. They're screaming at the crowd. Fucking fantastic. Brandon good.
1: They do what they do. No, I'm good. Yep. Fucking keep great moving.
0: Match. World of starting title match. Uh, You ever hear a fight forever chant? I think it applies to this. Defeats <laughs> yeah. Dupami, Ayashita, 28 minutes. I could watch these two fucking wrestle every week, and I wouldn't get sick of it. Brandon's
1: I agree, yeah, a ton of fun. Siri and Utami, fantastic. The only thing with this one, I think I knew who was going to win the whole yeah. time, but that's okay. Right. Of, of these two matches, this is the one that we talked about last week that was like
0: kind of pre-determined, predetermined. We know that Siri's fighting Julie at the end of the year, so it was like, well, this should be entertaining, but fuck. You know, on, on Cage Match, this gets 9.37 stars. Chris, someone voted just... 0.07 starts it's unbelievable Chris
3: <laughs> yeah you were saying Um, I, I, I thought of that it's funny you mentioned the fight forever because I thought of that and I was like you know another chant that matches in the US get, get a lot this is wrestling well that was wrestling and yeah. none of the matches that you were chanting this is wrestling during or wrestling it's fucking phenomenal it's so like good. It's, you mean the super
0: kick duel off wasn't this is wrestling
3: Chesta and kick and kick and squat and squat and fall and kick and swall. Meltzer, yay! Four stars in the Tokyo Dome.
1: Notre Dame fight song. <laughs> 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 <Fucking chandeliers> exploding. <laughs> guys with
3: flags
1: busting down chandeliers.
3: <laughs> Listen to the archives.
0: In a, and then finally on this show, an insane fucking ladder match. Moneyball. So earlier in the show, they <laughs> they had, had six-man tag matches between the different factions. I didn't have you guys watch them. It was, it, they were quick, and they were over, and they got to this one. Moneyball tournament finals, ladder, table ladders and chairs match. Azuki Koguma and Mayo Iwatani, who are stars, defeated Julia. Mai Sakurai, who fell on a t- table and got... F- all <laughs> she rolled off that that poor fucking woman. Yo, my Zachariah takes a fucking beat in every match she's at it. She looked fucking fantastic at this. And Thekla, they lost. It was only ten minutes long. Uh they 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 had a thing where you could hit if you hit the blue button, the uh money ball from the ceiling came down. If you hit the red button, it raised. So we had at one point where my where they were climbing up real fast. Thekla was at the right the top of the ladder. And uh Mayu looks at her and hits the, the blue button, the thing goes up and it keeps going up and she's making this goofy face. So they bring it down really low. <laughs> it's hanging out, they got this giant ladder, Hazagi's on the top of the on the top rope, Julia's climbing up, Hazuki kicks the ladder, Julia goes flying, it hits the money ball, the money ball explodes <laughs> all over the fucking place. This is obviously was not supposed to happen during the match. Dude, props to the women involved in this. The looks on their fucking face. Them, everybody at side,
1: they all just looked at each other like,
0: and they just kept going with it. They were like, yeah, whatever. They just pulled all the money and fake gold coins and all the shit, and they pulled it outside the ring, and they just kept the match going. Fucking, this, this was a lot of fun. I fucking love this match. More of this shit, my fucking pro wrestling. Only 10 minutes long. It felt like forever, but it was a good forever where I was like, when it was over, I was like, Holy shit, that was so fucking entertaining,
1: but it's over. Brandon thought. Yeah, ma, much like the WCW Halloween Havoc Electric Chair match, when you start having wrestlers operate uh, gadgets away from the ring, uh, funnier shit than you would imagine happens. Like it's fucking Tomb Raider going on here. And they crush the shit out of the uh, money ball. You get some Home Alone palms to the sides of the face so oh my god what are we gonna do and they just kind of keep it moving and all that in 10 minutes
0: and then over the announcement they're like yeah the the we're gonna raise what's left of the ball because <laughs> it's just the top half you yeah. have to get that down so they raised that up it was this is fucking good chris huh?
3: this match was a complete clusterfuck and i laughed so hard the was so good this was so good um yeah they look Monday morning quarterback. I thought it would have been. Afterwards, I was thinking it would have been hilarious. And and Julia did it at the end of the match.
0: Started popping. But it would have been game.
3: hilarious if the heels just started taking the money and stuffing it in their clothes. <laughs> and then throughout the whole match, just every time they got hit, money would go. They would throw money. The fake coins. Like really, <laughs> really work with it. But man, this was really like good. When that when that yes. broke, I was yeah. Like Sonic exactly. When that thing broke, I was like, yo, that was not. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what was going on. I thought, like, I was like, were they supposed to break the egg? No. <laughs> they did take and the then, egg down. And then, but if you, at the end of the match, first of all, is. I don't know what was in the paper, in the envelope. Oh, so, oh, uh, Sue, so I talked about this last week. She made a promise
0: at the at the um, news conference. Yes. She had this piece of paper. It was a contract to create, which was when they won the money, which apparently was uh, $10,000, when they won the money, that they were going to put it, Julia was going to put it towards creating a fund to uh, help retired professional wrestlers move on in life when they have to retire. Which is a great fucking idea. The problem is, is that the other team just wanted the money. Now Maia is going to go and buy fucking
3: Nikes. Go ahead, Chris. Well, she was rolling around, like Julia was rolling around outside the ring crying <laughs> when she lost. And then she started grabbing coins and sticking
0: the plastic I coins. Plastic I love it. The
3: plastic coins, like they were real gold. Can you imagine how heavy that fucking ball would have been if they were real gold coins? Oh, my God. The balloons? Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, what do they call them? Krugerrands. Yeah, I thought it
0: was yeah Excellent. Krugerrands. I thought it was um uh, what Bitcoin was, like actual Bitcoins.
3: What's the other which, stuff?
0: Which is not worth anything. Uh, Dogecoin.
1: <clears throat> Bring any final thoughts on the show because we'll move on. Yeah, no, good time. We only watched three of them, but it was a good three. I don't know yeah, how the rest of it was.
0: That yeah, it was a really good tag match, too, Um, that's worth checking out. And if you want to check these out, they are available in uh, abbreviated abbreviated form on their YouTube channel. As I said before, check out their YouTube channel. They always put fucking clips up if you're interested in this stuff. doesn't have subtitles, but you can find subtitles somewhere. They'll put it out. All right, here we go. Historic. The historic match, New Japan Pro Wrestling X Stardom. Historic Crossover. Uh, in the Ariyaki Arena in Tokyo. 7,000 people. This is a pretty big fucking crowd for uh post-COVID Japan. Uh, We're going to skip ahead because, uh, honestly, there were two sides to this fucking show. There was the stuff involving stardom people, and then there was a bunch of stuff involving New Japan people. And um hate to tell you, it wasn't great. Wasn't great at all. But we'll start with the mixed tag match, Queens Quest. Oh no, that's not real. that's the wrong one. Uh, how about this one? Uh, Team England, Julia and Zack Sabre Jr. defeat uh, Siri and Tom Lawyer, Team UFC. Tom, Tom Lawyer with lawyer. the God with the the custom made God's Eye gear. Brandon thoughts.
1: Is he a lawyer, that Tom? That Tom Lawyer. Tom Lawyer. <laughs> Filthy Tom. Tom, Tom, Tom Lawyer. Tom Lawyer. <laughs> Tom Lawyer. Sorry, I moving fast boys I mean once again we've talked about this before he just looks fantastic for what he's trying to do for as far as being a filthy guy and uh yeah him and zsj were pretty good foils for each other with some of the grappling exchanges and then uh Tom Lowe would just get a hold of him and just kind of farm boys slam him down into the <laughs> into the mat again and and uh suri and Julie get into it I thought this was like a ton of fun for what it was I could watch this for another 20 minutes and still have
0: enjoyed it I really enjoyed um the part where Tom Lawler grabs Siri from and tries to like pull her away like an angry girlfriend. She's like, fuck you, kicks him right in the ass. Then Julia punches him in the face. That was a going theme throughout this. And, um, in the they slowly
1: easy win to the, the uh, what is it? gender violence here. Yes. Uh,
0: they, uh, uh going, uh, ongoing thing throughout it was, uh, especially in the post-match conference, um, uh, press conferences, they were talking about how, uh, it doesn't seem like they should have to, because the rule was, it was WWE rules where women had to fight women, men had to fight men. They threw that right out the window right away. Julie and fucking Siri immediately went after Tom Lawler and started beating him up, and it was great. Especially when they were beating each other up outside the ring, when they were rolling around, and Julie was kicking fucking Tom Lawler, and Siri was kicking Zack Sabre Jr. This is good stuff. Chris, thoughts?
3: Well, first of all, Tom Tom Lawler is like... Do I keep calling just, him lawyer? No. Just the one time. Got just the, the one time. time. Tom Lawler... Looks wise, could be a top level heel in any company in the fucking world. I mean, he just looks like a monster and he just, he, he I love him on my television. Like, seriously, nobody looks like that dude. It's so this, after this run, he's going to, I have a feeling that if this dude keeps doing, keeps sticks with pro, professional wrestling, which I don't see why he wouldn't, he's going to get really fucking big because he he's a tremendous athlete. He's built like a fucking tank. He has legitimate fighting experience and he looks like a monster. Like, you know, there nobody looks like that guy. He has something nobody in professional right? even Brock Lesnar doesn't look like that guy, you know? Um but no, this was I thought this was fantastic. I I you know, I think you guys hit the nail on the head. Um them Julia and Sherry getting past their differences just to beat him up for getting involved. Like, what did I do? <laughs> What did I do? He's just get beat up. Really
0: good stuff. Yeah. Final found a loss in a match, Brad. Right?
1: Yeah, uh, something to, like, uh, Susie and the Banshees fan uh, grappling elitist against just, like, the grimy farm boy that every once in a while I'll just pick him up by his shorts and crush him into the mats like he's a lot more charming than matt riddle and kind of a similar style yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's always a wild thing about tom
0: lawler's look is that okay so he's got the dirty uh cut off jean shorts but he wears these like complicated white boots (laughs) which yeah it's quite the contrast every time you see him i'm like look at these fucking wild ass boots you're expecting to wear like be barefoot or wear a cowboy boots with what the get up he has on it's
1: pretty good. Immediately when he comes out, sorry, one last thing, he's stomping around and stretching his legs out like you're waiting for his balls to pop out of his right. shorts, like really, really embracing it from the jump.
0: Uh, another really good one was like Tom Lawler's doing this thing that he does. He does it like, uh, I don't know, like a, he does like a, a stomp in the middle of the ring. And Zack Sabre Jr. and Julia are looking at him, and then they immediately turn around and ignore him. Turn their backs like they turn not backs oh, back to watch <laughs> it. That they weren't cool. going to watch
3: him take his shorts off is what it was.
0: Yeah, they didn't want to say it. Do not want to say it. Eight-man tag match. meltier That's Natsupoy and Tom Nakano tag with Taichi and Yoshinobu Kanemaru uh, against Black Desire, which is Momo Watanabe and Starlight like Kid, and the suzuki Goon team of Doki and El Desperado. Uh, I am Before we dive into it, I was particularly a fan of uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Didn't want anything to do with this entrance. He just walks to the ring. Taichi comes out. He does this whole lip-syncing thing. And then Nazi point. I'm not going to come out. They're going to sing their song and lip sync. But Black Desire, being the ultimate heels, walk down, and they don't want to hear it. Nobody wants to hear this shit. We don't want to hear you sing. And start going after them right away. This, now this was mixed tag fucking madness. This match was fucking awesome. Only 7.61 on the, uh, the old uh, cage match. Brandon, thoughts?
1: <laughs> I bailed on this one. Uh, I was watching this on my phone at Planet Fitness while I was running. And I was like, yo, I don't want to watch fucking Doki right now. It's kind of hitting that wall in the <laughs> middle of it. And I'm like, give me something I'm more interested in. So I bailed on it. Chris. sounds like it was a good time.
3: Maybe the only reason it got the it got the score that it got is because uh, Momo is, you know, she gained too much weight. Okay. And uh, that's true. Yeah, I think that's you know, true. And uh, and uh, she's not. Nobody wants to see her
0: anymore. Oh, I didn't mention this. Um, uh, Meltzer has a new report out about Joshi. That Stardom does not want uh, porn legend, professional wrestler uh, Chan Yoda on the shows because she's a porn star. And now she's no longer invited because she was on their New Blood shows, which is basically like young talent. She's not allowed on there. Meanwhile, on their We Are Stardom show that airs on Acai TV and also on their YouTube channel,
1: she's front and center of it. So they're putting out sexy bikini books and then they can't have a goddamn p-star on the I show. Don't buy it.
0: Apparently a a they have this it's a hair company, hair product company is the sponsor of the new blood shows. And apparently that company is upset that they have a porn star involved in it. But there's no evidence of this and the fact that this was on YouTube and was also on SITV with a porn star front and center flexing doesn't mean it doesn't lead any credence to Meltzer's fucking thoughts
1: that's yeah it sounds like some whack as fuck Dave Meltzer shit
3: he's so full of shit so sick of him but Chris thoughts um yeah Mobo got her kicks in on Tai Chi right in the ass Mm -hmm. and during the pull part Tai Chi pulled the ref in front of him and acted like the ref was holding him back yes this was fabulous I forgot I haven't really like watched a lot of Tai Chi you forget when it idiot he is oh so i i'll say this now so i have the I, when i was watching this i have the perfect analogy for the whole suzuki gun crew suzuki Gun, suzuki gun is essentially skeletor and the rest of his crew are his idiot henchmen that can't yeah. do shit right right i mean <laughs> like you got you got you got um who's, who's skeletor despi no, Skeletor is Suzuki. He's barely Suzuki. on the show anymore. Yeah, okay. yeah I know. It's more like still, It is Suzuki Goon. Gun, gun. Yeah. He, he's, he's the boss. It is him. I mean, yeah. but Minoru, Minoru Suzuki, and then you have, like, you have, uh, what's the guy's name? Lance Archer. Yeah. You know? He would be Triclops because Triclops isn't in every episode, and he kind of does right, but he just gets beat up. <laughs> but then the rest of them are just like...
0: <laughs> Beastman, you got Merman.
3: Yeah, all the idiots. <laughs> It's so good, and you it know. really comes out in this one. Yes. Like, in this match, it comes and it, because it, 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 it was so, I don't want to say tongue-in-cheek, but it, it so played into everybody's strengths as far as being ridiculous, that it, it really showed that it's like, oh, that's right, because, and, you know, you got people who used to complain about um, Marina Shafir and... Who was the other guy? I can't remember her name that were with Shayna Baszler. There were two of them. I can't remember. It'll come to me. The tall form. blonde girl. Sure Duke. Jessica Duke. Uh, yeah, Jessica Duke. Jessamine yeah. Duke. Jessamine Duke. They used to compl- People used to complain about them. And I was like, no, that's what those guys do. When that's you a have, like, you dude. have to have idiots that come out. Ah, ah, you need people you know? to lose. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and that's what, it's almost like everybody in, like, they all have their little shining moments. Um, Despy had that one awesome uh what was that uh Super Juniors that year when he made mm-hmm. it to the finals a couple years ago. That was awesome. They the all had the shiny man. moments, but on on a whole, they're kind of boobs. And I, it really I works do. and it really played into those strengths during this match. I really enjoyed this.
0: One of the interesting things about it is that there's been, you know, I pay attention to New Japan, and a lot of people don't anymore, but there's been these like little things that have been going on, like Tai Chi being a sumo guy. Big sumo wrestling. When if they're doing when they were doing a uh, Ryogoku Goku Goku Gun, they were they were Tai Chi was all about like we're gonna have a sumo match, him and uh, Shingo, I think it was. But he didn't want to disrespect Sumo in the Ryogoku. So he's like, We're gonna have a legit sumo, we're gonna have a sumo match. So now he's always in doing sumo shit. He's grabbing and people he, by their <laughs> trunks, he was doing El Desperado. And yeah. the English commentary team did a fucking great job with this. Yep. They were fantastic. And they were like, look, he's, Desperado's going to take him down. Oh, and then Chris Charlton calls. Taiji throws uh, El Desperado. Chris Charlton calls it by the throw you would call it in sumo. Yeah. Um. Uh. uh Canamaro and El Desperado have had this ongoing thing where they, it, it goes back to the best of the uh, Super Juniors, the Super Junior Cup or whatever, where who can do the best headlock. So yes. when they have a sequence between the two of them, they're throwing each other in the ring. And usually juniors would be jumping all over the place. They're throwing each other in headlocks. <laughs> they just like lay on top of each other. This is fucking great, man. This is long-term storytelling in a goofy way. Where they've been doing this stupid shit for now months. Let's play it all together. Let's let's uh cater to both of our audiences. There, yeah, the whole thing where Canamara gets throw, gets thrown outside and all of uh Odeo Tide start beating the living shit out of them. Shit out
3: of them. <laughs> it's great. <laughs>
0: I found this fucking show so fucking fun. Final thoughts, Chris. Yeah,
3: it's good. Oh, you didn't watch it. Chris, final
0: thoughts.
3: No, nah, I think you nailed it. I think we might actually, like, you see these little competitions going on between the Suzuki Goon guys. I mean, maybe this is the beginning of the end, considering he's not going to be around anymore. Yeah, I mean, it isn't Taichi he gun. kind of retiring? Taichi-gun. What's that? Let's make it Tai Chi Goon. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like maybe some guys will split off and do something else. I'm not like they're they're you know you understand what I'm saying. It's like the advancement of Suzuki Gun because he's not going to be wrestling anymore. Right. At least not with uh, New Japan. It's going to. Or a you know maybe back. he'll maybe he'll just you know wrestle till his legs don't work anymore and go on a farewell fucking tour. There you
0: go. We're going to get to that. Uh, we won't really talk about it, but we can. Um, next match. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi tags up with uh, Utami Hayashita, and I believe they called themselves Team Handsome. Versus Team Samurai, Rookie Goto and Micah. Um, now, this uh, this is the one where you heard the oohs and ahs from the crowd when man-on-woman, woman-on-man violence happened. First thing happens, if Tommy comes in the ring with Micah, they face off. They immediately turn around <laughs> and crack the opposing, guy, the opposing uh, partners in the face, which was like, all right, let's set this off. Because these two are not, you know, they're booked as powerhouses. Tommy and Micah, and they're like, I'm not taking any of this shit, brand thoughts,
1: yeah, really sets the tone on uh just making sure everyone knows it's okay to to slap a lady here tonight.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what so wild, boys. <laughs> he slaps a lady and then he uh pretty quickly gets tossed, they kinda of made a thing of it um, okay, brent no, I'm good, Dude, we the only thing, other thing I was gonna say we could get a double a guitar solo. Yes, we do. That was fantastic. All the charm in the world from that one. Go Ace. One to 100 a year. I see you got the towel on. Sweat towel.
3: Right, That's right. Ashtemma. loving energy. I sweat. I'm sweating my fucking sweatshirt I, on. Yeah. Um, I, look, I always say this about Tana. Tana's great. When Tana has to be a dickhead, Tana's a dickhead. Right. And he's man, the ultimate man. baby face. Man, when you piss him off, he don't fuck around. No oh, hell cheat. I mean, he was stomping a woman. <laughs> he <laughs> stomping her. <laughs> and at one point, he actually did like you know. I guess it was doing a lot. I forget how, how the sequence went down, but he kind of like you know locked up and then turned around and did the yep uh, to her outside and then yep. turned around. I mean, it was great. I will say this. Um, it's it's interesting to watch Tanahashi. The way he moves his body to compensate for the way that he can't move his body. hmm. Because that hip area, this is a guy who's I think is working. I think this guy is working in a ton of pain. Yeah. And the way he does, he's going to be getting two replaced hips at some point. But just to watch him, how he moves his body to compensate for the fact, because he's in such good shape, to compensate for the fact that his hips aren't working, I find that amazing.
0: Yeah, these matches were a lot of fun. If you get a chance to check out all the mixed tag matches, I definitely say check them out. Keep an open mind. Like I said, Tanahashi live it, open hand slaps Mike in the face, but don't feel too bad because Mike picks his ass up and fucking gives him a side suplex right on his head and he goes rolling outside the ring. So they're
3: portrayed as being equals. Yeah, I, I, it, 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 it's there's always this thing in the back of my head where it's like, huh, but they are portrayed as being equals. They're equals. Um, you know, you have to look at it like you would look at Street Fighter.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Nobody complained about Ryu punching Chun-Li. No, right. It made sense because it's a video game. Well, this you is, you are know. Or superheroes.
0: That's who they or, are. These people are or, superheroes in the ring.
3: Yeah. Or Brianna Tarth and the Mountain going at it. It's right. You know, that's what it is. It's just, you know, entertainment value. This person can handle themselves. They're not weaker. Right. Because they're uh, a woman. They're just as strong and just as capable. Yes. So I dig it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not domestic it abuse the playing here. field. It's not domestic abuse here. It's not gender abuse here. Hiroshi Bunker. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to talk about the 10-man tag match. That fucking sucked. Dude, Gideon Gray. Did you guys watch any of these other matches? I didn't. Yeah. That, I... Okay. I.
3: When I was watching this, I could see when the next match was coming up. I was like, we ain't talking about this. Skip right. it.
0: So, they got this character in New Japan. Um, He's part of the United Empire. He's like their mouthpiece. His name's Gideon Gray. Um... All right, I get it, he's funny he's like ugly British guy he kind of looks like a fucking penis um but he's in the middle of this entire like I watch this match, he's like part of the entire story of the match and he's just getting the shit kicked out of him it's just, it's, it's not good man
2: Oh, God.
0: Uh, anyway, um, did you watch the Muda match? No, right? Wow, he is fucking ugly, this guy. Yeah, Gideon Grey? Fucking hideous. I mean, that's part of his thing. He's supposed to be like Money Mark Man. He paid to get the United Empire together. But he gets in the ring. And he's got like an yes. ongoing story with Naito breaking his cane and taking his coat. And it's like, what? What are we doing? This somehow got me yes, out of This... This terrible match somehow got more uh, match guy ratings than uh, Jade Cargill walking in the ring. Um, did you watch the Great Muda match?
3: Anyway, I saw clips. All right, it wasn't good. And I, I, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. It looked yeah. bad. It was terrible. A little bit bad. of it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, didn't, it just looked sad. Yeah,
0: it was. It was a match to get him in the ring and spray mist, and he did that. There you go. All right, uh, IWGP United States Heavyweight Title match. Will Ospreay defeats Shota Umino. Pretty damn good match. Twenty-three minutes. Uh, I'll let you guys talk. I go to the bathroom. Brandon,
1: Chris, you have something to say here? You want to lead
3: off? No, on? I mean this was a good match. I, I'm not, I can't get granular with it. Um, you know, I, I'm digging Shota Umino. Gives us a new character. We talked about this last week. Uh, they were digging into the fact that he people were consider him privileged because of who his dad is. And, um, but he wouldn't take it, you know, he did took the hard road like everybody else. Um, I dug Osprey coming out in Hayabusa gear. Uh, you know, I mean, it was good. Um, I'm not quite bought into Shota Umino to the point where, cause it's, you know, my, my, um, my recollection or my, my, my bank of Shota Umino stories, I think are what an A.W., Match against Mox, I think he was in. Right? Yeah. Didn't he wrestle Mox? You know, it's just, I'm into it. I dig it. I like him, but I need a little bit more. I need, there's not a lot of meat on that bone for me to chew on at this point. Um, and, uh, but like I said, Osprey's starting to grow on me a lot more. So that was good. Uh, I mean, all in all, like Jim said, it was a good match. It was definitely entertaining. Uh, if we're going somewhere with this, let's go there with it. But, um, it's a good way to uh you know I f- it was it was fun to watch and i kind of like uh that we have a kind of a
1: new character that they're getting behind with show to and we'll see a little bit more from him yeah i think another one to add, to add to the list as far as we're talking about having some new new blood in there that could compete he lo- you know he looked absolutely like he deserved to be in the ring there um when it comes to will Osprey, i'm I don't even want to complain about it, but I'm still just in a spot where it's just not connecting with me. It's not that it's bad. It's just like uh reminds me of like in conception like or something like one of these movies that people told me is is a nine out of ten on i m d b and I just don't care that it that it is, and there's not there's anything wrong with it. It's just that's where I'm at, so that's where you're uh, at I'm trying to get there's, over there's it yeah,
3: fucking nothing wrong with that more importantly, um, after the match
1: ends.
2: Who's going to defeat Will Osprey?
0: Lights go out. It's Kenny Omega. He does a promo in Japanese. This, uh, Will Ospreay is just his cheap replacement. He hasn't been able to sell anything out since he left. He's the reason why New Japan got to the heights that he did. Um, and we're getting Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega. The Tokyo Dome. Wrestle
1: Kingdom. Seventeen, I believe we're at Wrestle Kingdom Seventeen. Brandon, thoughts. Yeah, I think the best way I could put how I feel about Will Ospreay is like he actually made Kenny Omega look charming to me here. I thought that was kind of funny to do his Google Translate boys and just yeah, trash and The fact that he's a, a you know a cheap knockoff of, of who he is. So, uh, you know, for two people that I don't care about, I'm actually more interested than I thought I would be. Christopher.
3: I mean, they're going to give you a performance. Uh, my only my only hope is that we don't get the whole crew in tow. Right. Uh, I don't, the I, I don't the boys, think we will. The boys. I, I would really be very upset if we end up having like a, you know, we're going to get a decent match. It'll be fun to watch. It'll be definitely like, you know, it's it's not a match in the card that I'm I'm um that I'm like excited for, but it's also not one that's going to make me go, nah, I'll go to the bathroom now because this is going to suck. No,
2: we'll have um,
0: the we'll have the uh, never open weight six man uh, Rambo, right. Rambo,
3: we'll do that. But uh, you know, I mean, look, it'll be fun. They're two two great. You know, they're good wrestlers. Um, I like how Kenny Omega alludes to the fact that the place hasn't been the same without since he's been gone. <laughs> Has nothing to do with the fact the whole world the locked pandemic. out. pandemic. That's great.
0: He did good. He did good heel work here, and yeah. definitely the crowd was going nuts for this. Like, they bought into it. He's a huge star over there, as he is over here. So there's no exaggeration there. I did like Will Ospreay saying that, like, you know, you left and I stayed. And he did a he did a uh, promo backstage afterwards, which basically, and he did a really good promo where he's basically like, I could have left. I could have chased the money. I stayed. I stayed in New Japan. I had to work. I, I did what I was supposed to do. And now in the best wrestling world, he goes through that whole spiel. They've been building up for this for, I don't know, 12 months. Yeah. And it was kind of a foregone conclusion, I think. So, it's good stuff. Any
1: final thoughts on that, Brandon? It is good stuff. I think that's all I could say. For two people I don't give a fuck about, this is quality content. Stories told over time. Drama building via space in action. Right, yeah.
0: Also, um... This will bring a lot of buys to New Japan for Wrestle Kingdom, which it should. I think Wrestle Kingdom in just in its name should get a lot of buys, especially one night. I mean, it's worth it. It's worth paying the 10 bucks to get New Japan World to
1: watch it. It's not going to be a pay per view. Is that what it is? It's on there for free.
0: Yeah. Well, no, well you got to pay for it. You got to pay the 10 bucks. It streams on all their, all their big shows stream on, on
1: premium for the
0: 10 bucks uh, yeah. on New Japan uh, World except for the specific special ones. This one in particular, uh, Stardom Crossover. There was another one for um, the uh, uh, Takataichi Despy Mania, which I still haven't seen. That was also a pay-per-view. But these shows are all streaming, so that's pretty good. But before we're done with that, the inaugural IWGP Women's Title Tournament Final Match Kyrie defeats Mayu Iwatani in 25 minutes and 28 seconds in a fucking intense, awesome match. Brandon, thoughts?
1: Yeah, holy shit, man. Um, two nights was this back to back nights that we that she does these performances, which is pretty impressive. You know, you can kind of see her; it's a bit of a hangover, trying to knock the uh, the stiffness off of her from the night before. As we get into this, um, both of them very emotional, but I felt like there was a point in the middle of this where Kyrie was a little bit more stone-faced and professional and was kind of trying to convey this thing where she had been like they keep referencing at least the english commentary that she's sailed around the world and she's learned all this stuff she's sharpened her jiu and she's kind of uh trying to show that to her opponent and then she, uh they kick out of enough shit where she's just like, okay, and then they both kind of start to break down, and she, you know, when, when she folds, she really folds, and, and you know, is almost getting finished time and time again, pretty chaotic, good stuff, Yeah.
3: man.
1: I'm watching this match, and I'm thinking to
3: myself, wow, Mayu's tall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, like, because she's thin, you know, she's like five foot four. <laughs> now, I mean, look, I didn't realize how much I loved Kyrie until Kyrie wasn't around anymore. Right. Then I realized just how fucking good she was.
0: You remember, uh, I don't know what four years ago where she was jobbing the Nia Jax. Good times.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, this match was fucking fantastic. I was glued to my TV with this one. Um, I. Yeah, the selling of the arm the entire time. The still doing the what is she called? from the, the night cutlass. before from the night before still doing the cutlass over and over and over again. And every time she does that, man, spinning man, back that's, fist. that's that's, the that's cut. spinning bad back, for backfest, Yeah. I mean, this was just a fantastic match. She got a giant hand sanitizer coupon at the end of it. Which was fantastic. She won a championship and a lifetime supply of hand sanitizer. <laughs> it like fucking Kramer with the coffee. You
1: don't yes. want to hold on to that one.
3: Uh, the funny thing <laughs> is now, <laughs> what I do is I take Google Translate. I put the camera up to my screen and I can read whatever it says. Dude, that's like the greatest invention of all time. Do
0: bad. not do not he- rely too heavily on Google Translate. It's all over. The no, way.
3: no, but you know the the, the just the hand sanitizer. <laughs> I mean, that's what that stuff is, with that little face on it. But, um yeah, this was a uh,
1: three-way number tag team, three-way number nine. What was that porn that we were talking
3: about? <laughs> three-way,
1: three-way
3: fuck fest. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is a 100% true story. um Yeah. Sorry, I mean, and, and, and look, you know, you have a title that's not going to be defended all the time. Nope being held by a woman who doesn't wrestle all the time.
0: That's the good point. So it a makes point. it
3: very special.
0: You know, I was really up in the air on who was going to win this match. Because you think about it, okay, who represents stardom, although she doesn't have all the titles, who represents stardom more than Maya Iwatani? No one. She stuck around when everybody left. When Io left, when Kyrie left, she stuck around. When Tony Storm left, when fucking Jamie Hayter left, when Bea Priestley left, she was still there. People were tired. People got injured. Still there. Ten fucking years she was there. So it kind of made sense. Like, who else deserves, quote-unquote, deserves? Who Who is the face of the company, no matter who the champ is? It's Mayo Iwatani. But no one makes more sense than a woman who owns a gym, who doesn't really have to do this, that does it because she loves it. She only has to work once in a while. That's Kyrie. She could tra- tra- she's going to travel to the United States. She's going to work on Strong. She's going to do the uh, New Japan shows. Um, her first defense, it's been announced. Tom Nakano. And it makes sense. So we've got some people to challenge her already. we got Tom Nakano. Starlight Kid. She's got action with Starlight Kid. She can fight Starlight Kid. She can fight Saya again. Saya Kamitani, she can fight again. you got four got people already lined up for her to defend against. Before she eventually drops it. I mean, she will drop it eventually. And also, they kept talking about how much she represents the International Wrestling Grand Prix. She's been around the world. She's held every single title you possibly could in stardom, including almost every single title in the WWE when she was there, including NXT. She, she represents the champ, right? She was NXT champ. She was the tag champ. She was. She was never women's champion in WWE. So she had all the titles in WWE except for one. So she represents International Women's Grand or International World Grand Prix or whatever the fuck it stands for. And it makes sense. And, um, yeah, this is a fucking great match. This is definitely, like, near the top of the list for rep match of the year for me. I definitely, if you get a chance to go out of your way and check this out, if you want to see the reason why I love women's wrestling so much, this is a perfect example of it. These fucking women beat the shit out of each other, leave it all out there. 25 minutes, it goes by like you wouldn't even fucking notice. At no point does this match drag. You do wonder if they're going to try to kill each other in the ring at one point, especially when Kyrie keeps spinning that cutlass back and forth. But yeah, this is good stuff. And then we get a backstage promo. Kyrie's back there; she's congratulating herself. She's talking about how hard and giving Mayu props and all this stuff. And Otami comes back, and she's like, "I'm not going to challenge for the title because I lost. I lost in the tournament. I don't earn. I haven't earned the right to the title. But how about the year-end show? Want to wrestle me for the year-end show?" And she's like, "Yep, we can wrestle for the year-end show. It's not going to be a title match. But we're going to get a special singles match between Otami Hayashita and Kyrie." And not only that, she cheers Kyrie and says, hey, uh, you want a beer? And Kyrie goes, I don't really drink. And then Tommy chugs a beer and says, see you later. She Stone Cold Steve
3: Austin's there, ass, and walks away. Fucking great. Let's go. I just ready? have one question for you. Chris, yeah. How can you say that that's match of the year? <laughs> Rich- When that happened at yes. some point, one of I say one of. <laughs> okay, all right. One of them. Right, one, one of, one of them. the many far down that list to every other. It's it's on the list, but it's below every match on the car, on that Ric Flair's last match <laughs> card, is above this match.
0: Especially the one where the girl got her ankle broken.
3: Oh God, Tessa Blanchard broke her ankle, and then they made her finish. That was Tessa
0: Blanchard. No, it was Tessa Blanchard blackballed. She's only on WOW.
3: No, no, it's uh, Rachel Ellering, and there's somebody's Ellering. daughter. It was, yeah. Oh, oh no. Uh, she Tessa Blanchard wrestles on the KKK circuit. <laughs> We're gonna have a cross burning down here. Gonna burn ourselves crosses. Have some wrestling matches. Tessa Blanchard versus Tessa Blanchard <laughs> versus Dick Murdoch's son. Yep. Brandon Clark's ghost, not his
0: thoughts son. We don't Thoughts on <laughs> the Kyrie and going forward.
1: Yeah, Chris, Chris just stole the world uh, words right out of my mouth. That's exactly what I was gonna do. This Tess fucking Tess person, That's a Blanchard versus Blanchard impression. <laughs> yeah, this is good stuff. I have to. i have to start thinking about the superlatives for the year. I always forget when I watch these. I'm like, that was great, and then I don't. I just you forget beep, about delete.
3: It. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> i got to move on to something that's completely useless. I need something else to fill that void. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's me sitting in here. Oh, man, that match was great. I should put on it. There's a cat out back. Yeah. That's huh? that <laughs> it. I'm like. What's that on what my was car? That? Was, that a, was, that a, was that a rabbit or was that a leaf? i got to go look.
0: So Let's go through the uh, real quick. Any final thoughts on the show,
3: Brandon? No, I'm good. Chris? Tons of fun. I fucking love that show.
0: Yeah, they hinted that they're going to do more of these. Uh, every promo was like, we got to do this more. This was great. Let's do it more. Let's do it more. Yeah, we should do it more. Let's do it some more. Let's do it some more. I can think of some other people I can tag with. Azumi's already hinted that she wants to tag with somebody. She did a um, a six-person match, and she's like, there's one person that was on this card that I didn't get to tag with. It's Will Ospreay. Azumi and Will Ospreay in a tag match? Come on. You're selling tickets there, brother. You're fucking giving them away. Come on, let's go. Just printing money. Ding, 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 ding,
3: Throw uh, it out there like FTX. Yeah. Trading go. all that money on FTX.
0: On well, FTX. <laughs> trading, the, trading the trade of the trade. Yeah, with FTX. Brandon, how's goes? your
3: FTX doing? You all right? I wouldn't touch that
0: crap. <laughs> yeah, right. Crypto? Right. I
1: don't even know what that is.
0: New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 17. Here's your card, real fast. Real fast, I swear to God. New <laughs> <laughs> Japan. Uh, the micro machine <laughs> <guys. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Read the, sp- the fine print. Uh, NJPW World Television Title Tournament Final Match Zack Sabre Jr. versus Ren Narita. The IWGP Jr. Heavyweight Title Four Way Match Taiji Shimori, who was the champ, versus El Desperado, versus Hiromo Takahashi, versus Master Watts. The IWGP United States Heavyweight Title Match. It's now official, it's for the U.S. title. Will Ospreay, the champ, defeats Kenny Omega. The IWGP women's title match, Kyrie the champ, versus Tom Nakano. And the main event, IWGP World Heavyweight title match, Jay White, the champ, versus Kazuchika Okada. The only thing that's making me excited about that match, because they really aren't building to it, is that it's got Okada in it. Uh, Brandon, thoughts about this card?
1: We doing uh, meatballs in the crock pot, getting together.
0: I think so, man. I got a new meatball recipe. I just made them this weekend. That would probably be... balls. <laughs>
1: Fuck, they were fucking delicious. Did you? Yes, I did. That would Test get it. me excited for it. The card. It is what it is. We can have a good time with this, yeah. or we could not. No, we'll definitely
0: have a good time. We always have a good time. We may not be looking. When TV. is it? Uh, it's
3: always the same day. It day on. It's January first. January January first. Fourth. 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 It on. Right. So it will be January. Third, yes. Here, end the fourth. No. Oh yeah, that's right. Fourth. Fourth. I'm coming it'll right. It'll
0: be after the fourth, but it'll be three a.m. Yeah, I'm going to
1: probably have to come right after work. No, it's is that weekend. a weekday it? this a week time? It's, it a is, right? okay. yeah, it's a Wednesday. Okay. Well, we'll see. If I have a job, that I can't. But that's
0: all right. I'll make meatballs for myself, and I'll just drown in them. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Pour them down your pants.
0: <laughs> meatballs
1: in my pants. Yep,
0: Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday at 3 a.m.
1: or 2 a.m. Whenever the hell it starts. I mean, who isn't available then?
0: The worst thing about these shows is, is the, the worst thing about these th- shows is that I get so excited because it's fucking WrestleKing. I'm so pumped. Oh my god, I'm so fucking pumped. Oh, it's the new Japan Rambo. I'm so fucking excited. Ooh, it's gonna be something else. Ooh, I'm so fired up. Thirty minute break. Yeah. And then you're like.
3: Uh, yeah, four in the morning. It's four in the morning. Mm. Yeah, I think I might be watching it Thursday
1: morning. <laughs> nope. I'll watch it by myself. I don't give a shit about it, y'all.
0: I watch it by myself every
1: single fucking year. One year I it's one- a strange feeling to like. I remember we, when we watched at the bar. It's Jesus. like it was snowing out. <laughs> oh, oh the snowstorm oh, one. Oh. Uh, yeah, it was snowing out, and it's like. 7 a.m. People are going to work, and see the only times in my life where that's happening, it's been a different kind of night. But you're like, I didn't just been a, I just watch wrestling. Yeah, bro, I you still, still kind of feel like a dad, I remember, boy.
0: I remember that that year was the one where like Willow showed up, and then Willow had to leave, and had all these red bulls, and they had to go to work in a snowstorm. Yeah, what like, what the are you the fucking shit. crazy? <laughs> going to work? Like, you ain't going to work? Go to it work. was work. like fucking what six fuck? inches of snow. I went outside. I had to drive through all the snow to get home in my fucking Subaru. At this at the, back then, I had a Subaru. Now I got a fucking key. It ain't going nowhere. That's parked.
3: <laughs> yeah, like bar smoke and, and then the bar was like five degrees.
0: Yeah, I kept trying to heat it up. It was not getting no warmer. That was brutal. Yeah, we you did it with the box of Joe, though. That was a fucking lifesaver. I didn't that have right, the box of Joe. Oh, maybe I did. Who, you did. Yeah, I brought everything.
3: <laughs> I brought sitting everything and there. the smiles. Sitting, <laughs> sitting <laughs> out there. I think I I think we had just moved into the new into the condo at that point.
1: Right. You're talking about snow year, right?
3: Yeah. And I had and and
1: uh, wait, that was uh,
3: in
0: Kanahashi. Beat uh, Omega.
3: Yeah. Oh my god, I openly
0: cried in front of people.
3: And then I had my wife. My father-in-law was not doing well. He wasn't. He was, you know, dude. It was. I went home. It was. That was the night I should have stayed. <laughs> One of those nights I should have stayed home. You're like, I
0: wish I was at the Tokyo Dome Live. I,
3: I, I wish <laughs> I could be I, I wish I, 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 wish I, wish I was else. a good husband. <laughs> That's me every morning.
1: Oh. I don't know. So I wish I offered
3: that. anything to this relationship. <laughs> yeah, Brennan. Fucking asshole.
1: That's all right. Uh, Sydney's grandfather died like two hours before that House of Hardcore show, and I still just went to it. <laughs> I already got these tickets, sorry. It's like, I just bought them. I'll be home, man. It's just like, I a couple beers. <laughs> I got to see Tommy Dreamer in the Great Muda. <laughs> the guy's dead. What do you want from oh, me? Uh, He's back people. on
0: TV,
3: by the way. Who's that? Tommy Dreamer. Where? Impact.
0: Mine watch. Who else does? I
3: have it on. I have it on.
0: Uh, he might be on TV. Ain't nobody watching, I don't think.
3: No, no, nobody's watching.
0: Is it on AXS still?
3: Yeah, and my reminder from when we used to watch it for the show is still on my TV. I never take it off. Does New Japan still have a show on there? No. No, I think they do now. It used to be after TNT or TNA. I don't
0: know.
3: It's like two weeks behind. I don't know what day of the week it comes on. I think it's Wednesday or Thursday.
0: You know WWE is in syndication in Japan, and it's like three weeks behind still to this day.
1: I did not know that. Yeah,
0: it's wild. Yeah, like raw. It's not raw. I think it's like a recap show. Whatever their recap show is.
3: Why don't they just have? They should have one of those here. Yeah, I would watch it. I would watch that. Remember I'd they watch an, an read... hour of all of it. Yeah. Now you gotta have a syndicated you recap
0: show. Gotta watch. Apparently it's real good right now.
3: It's just great. Yeah, apparently.
0: Now everybody's convinced that Triple H isn't in charge and Vince is still in charge, and it's all a lie. Yeah. No shit. You guys are just figuring this out.
3: Yeah, but I don't know. Did they? Did they? Did they? uh... I don't know that that's possible.
2: Hey, Vince, what should I do this
3: week? Well, I mean, listen, pal. That—that—that maybe they're referring, but there's no way that he's like in the buildings. Mm. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's not hiding in the fucking closet. They probably still
0: have a script last minute. (laughs) He's in the closet, like Dean Ambrose hiding in the trunk.
1: They're trying to deep-fry a turkey on Thursday. Vince is in his ear. He's screaming about what needs to happen on SmackDown. They're right. deep-frying a turkey. Make, deep sure you're frying
0: space. Make sure you get enough space outside. Don't overfill they're, the oil. They're,
1: they're deep-frying a <laughs> the
3: turkey, and Vince comes outside, and Stephanie's like, Go back inside, Dad. And then Triple H is like, Go back inside. Go back inside right now! I love that video. It's fucking so good. I was going to send that to you, and then you posted it. Every year. Go back inside right
0: now! That and uh, Thanksgiving by Eli Roth. My favorite things on Thanksgiving. It's the only reason I like Thanksgiving is those those two things. I don't you,
3: don't like know the, is, you don't like
1: what that is Thanksgiving by Eli
3: Roth. Oh,
0: oh, I'll send you the video. <laughs> oh. oh, did you ever see um or what What's it called? Grindhouse. Grindhouse. No. The, the double
3: feature. The yeah uh, yeah. I think you only saw that if you saw it double feature like we did in the movie theater.
0: Yeah, if you saw the double feature of Grindhouse, which was uh Robert Rodriguez's Planet Terror. Planet, yeah. And um, Tarantino's Death Proof, it was presented, what was it, three hours, three and a half hours, four hours, yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah. This massive fucking thing, and it had fake trailers in between, <laughs> fake commercials, shit like so that. So good. Don't I look it up on trailer. YouTube. Do not look okay, it up on YouTube.
1: Oh, I'm already a minute into it. All, all right, well, oh, cut it. Don't,
0: because you're going to miss the, the big joke of it is is not available on YouTube. It's edited out. I'm going to send it to you. I got you. Put in the uh, so for posterity's sake, I'll stick it in the podcast uh, thread.
3: There we go. On Daily Motion, you should watch it. Yeah, so funny. I never laughed so goddamn hard in my life. Light meat, dark meat, all will be carved. Thanks, Eli Roth. Eli Roth. Great fucking. But that was a great. That was a great. Uh, that whole thing was awesome. The whole grindhouse. Or
0: yeah, I wasn't crazy about
3: Death Proof. I lo- let, let me let me pose, pose a theory that I have about that, because I wasn't either. If you take Death Proof, so you had Planet Terror was the first movie. Right. So you had trailers. You had Planet Terror, you had trailers, then you had Death Proof, and Death Proof starts with about 45 minutes to an hour of dialogue. Yeah. So you take those, Planet Terror, on the other hand, was... Should have flipped them all action. Should've they should have been flipped.
0: Yes, Tarantino right? was the bigger name, and he probably wanted to go on as quote unquote the headliner. Yeah, like they should.
3: They should have been flipped, and he should have. That movie should have been first. Yeah. This way you had that. You weren't like I was exhausted. I was like, come on, just shut the fuck up. Can we get to the? Can we get to fucking Kurt Russell? Right. Because I have I have one of them. I have a, a Tarantino. Um, I have a Death Proof shirt from uh, Rucking Fotton coming. The Japanese ones? Yeah. I have one of those coming because I love, I love I'll love, watch anything with Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> anything with Kurt Russell's in, it's fucking awesome. But light meat, dark meat, all will be carved. So good. <laughs> so good.
0: I said it to my one buddy because he looks like the guy putting the turkey head on in the parade. He looks just <laughs> like him. I send it to him every year. Balding, it's you, balding. the one, the one putting the turkey hat on. I'm like, like you going bald. There he is. <laughs> so good. All right, All right. so uh, there you go. So next week we got nothing. We got AW. Oh no. I'm sure I could find something to talk about. Can I'll walk you guys
1: through Elden Ring?
0: Yeah, hey, let's do this. Start let's from the it. beginning. How many Watch hours you play?
1: Oh, this was funny. Uh, I was going to tell you this at the beginning, but I forgot. Uh, There's one boss in Elden Ring is like the hardest boss in any of these like Dark Souls games. Is it Just the lady like with the nightmare? blood? Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty, mu- pretty What's much. What's her name? Like that. Melania. Yeah. Like Melania Trump. But I finally get to her like two nights ago, and I'm like, I've been watching YouTube videos. As Chris God. just looks looks at anything to keep himself entertained besides the story I'm about to tell. I'm talk. looking at the dust on my shelves, <laughs> I'm thinking about whether
3: I should start cleaning it right now. Yeah, like, anything besides like, tonight, yeah. or Should I do it tomorrow?
1: God, I'm listening to you, though. The, <laughs> was, uh, and my my girlfriend comes down, and she's, like, watching. I'm like, this is the big thing. I've been watching fucking videos how to do this. Oh Got all this whole strategy. Cut, cut, cut. Like, tenth, fifth try, real quick get the health bar down to zero. I start putting music on, and I'm like, this cutscene happens. I'm like, walking around the kitchen flexing. I'm like, I fucking did it. You think I'm not good at Elden Ring? Way too hyped for a goofy-ass video uh, video game. And then it just, like, this thing rises from the ashes. Uh-huh. It's like, now you will see the true horse. And there's like a t- whole total second. You didn't second know that was coming? I knew. I do not even play. Explodes in my face. No, I thought I did it. And I was totally... My, my girlfriend was on, jumping up and down on the couch just yeah, trying to get tur- into it. Yeah, she turns into like some kind of blood <laughs> monster afterwards. Yeah. Hey. Immediately get dusted. Don't even get one hit. And I'm just like... <sighs> we're just looking at each other like, that was pretty fun when we, we thought that watch we watched part that. two. <laughs> so embarrassing. Unemployed. Just think i flex in a video game overreact way too much and just get i get paid
0: there. i gotta get pleasure any kind to any kind of any way i can oh no that. no <laughs> oh no
1: no Picking no. up the controller
0: it's starting to vibrate you're like <laughs>
1: exactly yeah
0: i've been there all right all right aw next week good stuff <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for joining us this week Chris is going to go dust his uh, shells off instead of listening to what he's talking about we can talk about Alden Ring you can tell me about Alden Ring all you want I'll listen <laughs> thanks buddy thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at Wrestling is Hard follow us on Instagram Twitter at Hard number 4 Wrestling, subscribe and follow, tell your friends and for Brandon and Chris I'm Jim and we'll be back here next week